are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back. Honestly and truly, I'm back. I just came back from New York, New Jersey, and I'm here with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're a new listener, I appreciate you taking out your time to give my show a try. And if anybody referred you to me, if you're in their vicinity, I want you to reach over and slap them on the buttocks with consent, though, because I don't want you to get in trouble. So, as per usual, I have a guest. Um, I gave y'all a little quick uh, spill and whatnot on uh, the last episode to where I just got back from uh, New York, as alluded before. I went to WrestleMania this past weekend. And um, I did not prep for that shit at all because I was so focused on that shit and everything was so last minute. And I didn't uh, even line up my guess for the rest of April. But this one just kind of fell into place. We set it up in, I think, fucking March. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, shit, I forgot I had something else going on previous to this. And then it was like, all right, we'll just do it another day. And then that day come around, I was like, oh, shit, emergency. Got to push it on to another day. Goddamn, next week roll around, I can't do it this day. So it was always a whole bunch of different circumstances and goddamn, WrestleMania popped up last minute and I think now we're in a safe space. It was uh, we're here talking, and now it's just meant to be. My guest joining me, a fellow podcaster, a freaking entrepreneur, um, from what I understand, a musician. I say that with a question oh, mark. No. <laughs> My guest, uh, famously known for uh, freaking Mister being Mister Johnny White Trash, but joining me now is Mister Blaine. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am delightful. And I know you're always fantastic because you're Canadian. <laughs> yes. Yes. That <laughs> I, I promised I, I turned over a new leaf. I wouldn't just come on podcasts and trash America anymore. No, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I know. Nobody does. Yeah. It, it's, it's, the, it's the thing. Like, so I'm from uh, Louisiana originally, but I just happened to live in Texas and I kind of feel that way about America. I just like, I just, I just live here. So say what the fuck you want. I mean, it's not going to bother me. <laughs> <laughs> See, my problem is, is that I kind of woke up one day and realized I'm like, am I really judging America as a whole from what I see on Facebook? Maybe my opinion <laughs> no. is tainted. All right. Taint. Uh, which part of <laughs> Facebook are you looking at? Describe some of these parts to me that would for you to look down upon and cast judgment. Uh, Montana. I got some family in Montana. And I'll, God damn it, this is what I need you to do for me. 
I have a personal goal, personal mission of mine. I mean, it's just nonsensical as fuck. But since you bring up Montana, the mythical place that's um, the origin of some of my, my things that I need to happen. I am trying to get analytics for this podcast in each and every United State. Montana ah. Montana has eluded me thus far, and I need that in my, in, my, in my queue. So if you know somebody, just tell them to go find my podcast, turn it on for a good minute. They don't even have to fucking listen to it. Just play it in goddamn Montana so I can have my <laughs> shit, <laughs> and we be good. I'll, I'll reach out to my contacts. Yeah. And see. <laughs> you wouldn't happen to nobody in uh, Alaska or, <laughs> or anything, would you? <laughs> uh, I think I've got a cousin up there, but I haven't talked in. That'll be an awkward conversation when they'd be like, "Hey, man, I haven't talked to you in a couple of years." Or, you know, yeah, yeah, how yeah. you doing? But could you listen to this podcast for me real quick? That was the only reason yeah. I was really calling you. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, estranged cousin who doesn't talk to the family anymore. You, uh... <laughs> you listen to podcasts, any? <laughs> Yeah, just follow this link, please. Yes. <laughs> Don't even say anything. Just send them a, like a direct link in a text. So when they press it, it'll just automatically play the episode and be like, "Oh, do like the clickbaity message. Just be like, is this true?" And then send them the link to the podcast. <laughs> hey, shit! I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, myself. actually, you know that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> It would be like those you speaking to Facebook. It would be like those damn things to where um people post those uh Facebook stories It'd be like I came home today and the motherfucker broke in my house and they stole all of my shit, but that's okay. You left your phone or whatever and that gone yeah. and you have a link and it's like this is your shit and whatever and your president is something stupid. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Goddamn Facebook. I, and everybody's like, "Man, I, I hate I hate stuff like that." And I'm like, "I'm I'm so old <laughs> that I remember downloading songs from LimeWire, and I, I was not quite Napster. Mm -hmm. I, I was I was avoiding the internet and trying to stick with BBSs. If you know what that is, if you don't, I don't want to explain it. I will sound even nerdier than normal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, no, like on LimeWire, you would download. I don't know what songs we listened to at the time. Linkin Park bleeding something i don't know mm -hmm. and it would be like huh this isn't a music video for lincoln park it's porn ah yeah the disguises but you know oh I, you, that girl has a penis oh this is gay porn oh you want to you want to know how this come full circle you talk about using a, a medium to find regular content and you stumble upon hidden porn now is the reverse effect. If you go to Pornhub, you can find regular content that's labeled as porn. <laughs> like how many video? Oh, I forget which ones, but like there's been certain video games. Like that's where the gameplay. I think No Man's Sky and like oh, Fallout something. Maybe it was Fallout 4. It might have been 76. But like, you know, like there's video game leaks and they happen on Pornhub. Like. Yeah, it's just like nobody would really think to look there. They're probably thinking about it now if they're listening to this, but <laughs> yeah, because like um, they would post uh, f uh, downloads for wrestling on there, like Raw and SmackDown, and they'll post you know porn content titles based on the match or whatever. So it would be like a two on one match. You'd be like, 
uh, two Samoan slam uh, nerdy white guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know because you see, I remember looking for uh, for a couple of China's matches, mm-hmm. and they actually were porn. <laughs> she had a lot of those too. <laughs> oh, I kind of miss China, but at the same time, and I know I mean no disrespect, but like some people are like, wow, I didn't see that coming. I'm like, really. <laughs> Yeah, that was the writing was on the wall. Yeah, you know, I mean, in, like in green neon spray paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So now, did you get to? I, I'm in wrestling mode with you now. Oh yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go there. <laughs> and I, I, I don't even. I think I even missed the Royal Rumble. Like that's how far away from the storylines it was. Again, you know, previously working two jobs, there was no times for things like wrestling, <laughs> right? Gotcha. And, um, I mean, I'm, I was so busy. I had to miss the occasional hockey game. Like, you know, oh, man. which you, is blasphemy. Yeah. You, you're missing church now. So I mean. right. Exactly. Well, like when you said, when's good. And I gave you the schedule of the Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs <laughs> saying I'm busy these nights. Like, I felt like that was probably the most Canadian thing in a, I've said in a long time. Yes. And I understood it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no oh shit i forgot where i was going with all this Wrestling. but yeah so i'm very far behind the mm-hmm. packages were nice so i watched the pre-show i i sat on my couch from what was it 3 p.m to 10 30 so however long that is damn near a full eight hour shift mm-hmm. how long were you at MetLife stadium all right so local time there I, we arrived in the parking lot at around maybe two o'clock and we, we slept in the car until it was time to line up to go into the stadium, which they um, opened up to the public about three forty five, almost four o'clock. We got in promptly at four o'clock and then I went up to my seats then damn five o'clock the show started the pre-show five mm-hmm. round five thirty first match you know all the pre-show matches started and then from so basically from five o'clock to twelve thirty midnight we were down there <laughs> damn <laughs> oh in those real comfortable seats probably yeah, that wasn't too bad. You know, I mean, yeah. you, your comfort was masked by being cold. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the other thing I find funny about these shows is I'm sitting there like like football games. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, football is an outside sport. Why does it start in September? <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> like like the Super Bowls in January. And like these stadiums are so big, they couldn't put roofs on them. And then they're like, "Hey, want to come watch the show?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> uh, but like, it, I mean, it was cold there, but like, I've been colder than that, so I wasn't too bad. Oh, you're probably surrounded by a bunch of body heat, too. Eh? Yeah, that too. That wasn't too. Yeah, you're right about that. A lot of people yeah. just jumping up and down and shit. And this is another thing that I don't is I guess it's just a common trope in professional wrestling and whatnot or just i don't know what the fuck it is all right you go there you you pay for your seat in the arena and sitting down on your ass watching the show you can see everything fine 
but something compels you to whether it's an entrance theme, the first opening chord, or an awesome move that's being done that you want to stand the fuck up and block the motherfucker view from behind you, forcing them to stand up to block the motherfucker view behind them, and so on and so forth until infinity and beyond. <laughs> I never got it. I mean, you could be you could be excited in your goddamn seat, is what I'm saying. You can sit the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, no, I know. I mean, I, I I'm the type of guy I don't stand up for much. <laughs> yeah, especially with my bad knees, I ain't trying to do all that shit. <laughs> oh yeah, no, and I got my my short little stubby legs are just eclipsed by this beer gut that just yeah, no, there's st- I stand up enough for a living. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, but at the same time, there was probably a few moments where I'd have been like, whoa, and I'd probably have been up jumping around too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> – so Kofi Kingston won, and I was sitting there like a fucking seven-year-old clutching the um, Kofi Kingston shirt that I just bought, <laughs> and I'm sitting there holding it like a security blanket. I was like, ah, he did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might have to explain this to me because I haven't watched for a while. Now, no disrespect to Kofi. I get it. Like, man's got talent. He has since the beginning. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, he's fighting Daniel Bryan for the belt. I'm like, wait a minute. I've missed something here. What the hell's going on with that? Well, what had happened, there's a new cat called uh, Mustafa Ali. And he, they called him up from uh, 205. Like, you know, a lower, one of the lower brands, they called him up to the main roster, like out of the blue, pretty much. I mean, nobody would have thought in a million years that he would have been there in that position. But um, for what I understand, you know, I could be totally wrong, but this is what I've heard and kind of understand about what was going on. Daniel Bryan was the current champion and he wanted to work with new people. So he personally requested Mustafa Ali to be pulled up so he can, you know, have a little, have a couple matches with him. And, so, and I think I recognize the name. Yeah. So he came up had some awesome matches with the champ, pinned the champ, and um, you know a couple other notable characters on SmackDown. So from there, the rocket ship was attached to this man's back to do great things. He was supposed to be in the elimination chamber, and he was supposed to have some other opportunities, maybe even a title shot. But he got injured. So in his place, they put Kofi Kingston. And he fucking showed the hell out and showed why he was like a good performer. And then everybody just got behind him and they didn't stop. So that's how he wound up in the position he wound up in. So if Mustafa wouldn't have got hurt, I don't think Kofi would have been there. And that's, that is just almost every wrestling story you read about, you know, somebody got hurt, you know, somebody's going in, you know, like, like all the way back to, Oh, you know, Triple H got in trouble, so now Stone Cold's going to win King of the Ring. Like, you know, just all the way back to, yep. I just think it's hilarious. You know, I mean, in a way. Yeah, I don't believe in co- coincidences. I mean, shit happens for a reason. I mean, good and bad, you know, to teach you a lesson or damn, put you in a position to be something greater. And, you know, I, that's just what the hell happened. I mean, who would have thought in however many million years that at this day, at this time, he would have got hurt or something like that, which is sucks. But to put him in that position to be where he is now. Speaking of hurt, mm-hmm. I noticed a few people weren't there. And that I was just going to ask you about. I know, I know, I don't know how this is going to be for everybody else because they probably watch wrestling. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I and I I go up and down, right? Yes. Generally, I watch it when it's not hockey season, to be honest. Anyway. Yeah. So, Sami Zayn came back the next night. I get that. Yeah. Where was uh, St- not Steen Owens? He was on SmackDown the following night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was he come back from an injury or? Yeah, they both were hurt. Kevin Owens had. Oh, um, okay. Uh, Sami Zayn had double shoulder surgery and which is weird because they're friends so kevin owens had double knee surgery <laughs> wow and that's some shit yeah okay okay you so like, they're back you, you, um, you my buddy so i'm gonna have doubles too <laughs> yeah makes sense makes sense uh what about bray wyatt he is fine but to speak of fine he got a girl pregnant jojo the ring announcer fine little Ah. chocolate thing so he been away kind of handling all that stuff oh okay Mm -hmm. but he's fine and he's been teasing um jojo and bray wyatt yeah i know weird huh (laughs) it's like uh and i'm and i'm not talking about like the one obvious difference between the two of them i'm talking about the subtleties like I don't know how much of a character Bray Wyatt is, but he does not seem like the type of guy who would attract a girl that seems like her. I don't know. I mean, he, he, I mean, he, he got that cult leader vibe with him, man. He probably talked to smooth into some shit, you know? Yeah, I could see it. I could yeah. see it. But he seems like he goes to, uh, what's it called? Salvation Army. Goodwill, what, yeah. used clothing stores. Well, well, right? t- to put it the way my wife said, um, the way you know when she found out about it, she's like, "How could she be with him? He looked like he stank." <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. so, yes, hey. exactly. Hey man, <laughs> like he does. He just he seems like the type of guy who's just not into the same things. Yeah. That a girl, and, and I'm just judging appearances. Who knows? Maybe they both like sitting around in sweatpants and binge watching Game of Thrones. Maybe I'm totally off base. Yeah. Love has no bounds. <laughs> maybe maybe he likes ordering pizza and she just has the chicken wings because they're more health conscious. Like, you know, I could see stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. But um, from what I understand, uh, from what the rumors are, whatever, SmackDown last night, they just had a, a very odd uh, vignette. It was a box in a black room and it was a clouds of smoke coming up from around it. And then the top opened up and a gnarly looking fucking vulture buzzard thing, you know, followed right, right. That was on raw. Yeah. 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 Raw. So, and then it was, I guess what was assumed to be Bray Wyatt laughing in the background while this puppet thingy was doing whatever the fuck. So he might be coming back soon. See the one and I try not to complain about wrestling because enough people complain about wrestling. Of course. But the one problem I have with WrestleMania, at least the last few, is it's like, you know, like you got all these guys, like, you know, you're everybody who's kind of come up, the big ones over the last 10 years, the, the, the top 20 of them, you probably know them all by name too. But it's like you got all them, and then it seems like half of them make it to the show to wrestle people who've retired. Yeah, weird, right? Like, like I mean, no disrespect to Triple H, but bye. Yeah, you uh, know, it was nice to see the Undertaker on Raw, but I've I I watched him I watched him lose to Brock Lesnar. No, that man. The, the only thing I that oh, man sorry? yeah that man appeared on my screen, and you can ask my wife. 
I cussed the fuck out. I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> and she's like, what's wrong? I was like, he's here. <laughs> yeah. She's like, so? He needs to be the fuck at home. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. here. <laughs> I, I really, once Brock Lesnar beat him, I really only had one storyline I was interested in, and that was, you know, I, I didn't want to see I, I wanted Brock Lesnar to be his only loss at WrestleMania and his career ends with, or not ends with, but he avenges his loss and, and everybody. But then the whole Roman thing started. And then I don't know. I, I, I thought he was sick and all of a sudden I turned on and he was there. And so I'm kind of confused again. Well, I mean, um, I think when was well, I mean, I, I get that he's in remission. I've seen the, the promos, but I don't know how long he was gone for yeah. or. Yeah. A couple months. A <laughs> couple of months. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, good. Right. I mean, like, not, not a couple as in like two, but I mean, it was a little more than that, but he hadn't been really gone that long. He, he wasn't gone enough for him, for me to miss him. You know, wrestling wise, at least. I get that. I get that. Like, I used to be the biggest John Cena hater. I bought two John Cena shirts just because I thought it was funny. Then I kept making friends in the bathroom when I'd wear them to a certain bar, so I had to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not lying. Like, if I went to, it's called the Silver Buckle. If I went there wearing a John Cena shirt and went to the bathroom, somebody started talking to me about it. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you try to explain to them, I'm like, I don't like John Cena. I bought this shirt to be ironic. It's funny. And then nobody laughs at the joke and you're starting to think that you're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It, um, this but I, my whole point was seeing Yeah. Like I, but when he comes on now, I'm just like, fucking nomics. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, now, like a schmuck. Now let's talk about ironic disrespect. All right. Um, Kurt Angle. Every time this motherfucking music hit, he come out crowd screaming, you suck. And to me, that pisses me off to high fucking hell because he doesn't suck. You know? <laughs> and I'm just. Yeah, like, oh, I get it. And I'm just like, in any iteration of telling somebody you suck, when is that ever a fucking compliment? But at the same time, it, it's taken on this life of it. Like, I remember, oh, what's their ride along, ride along yeah. on the network there. And. I forget Bailey and Sasha Banks were talking. I can't remember which one, but one of them's like, why do they chant? You suck. And then the other one just started laughing. Like, 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 is that a mom joke? Like, you don't get it. Like what's going on? And I'm sitting there going, I leaned over my wife. I'm like, I don't get it. Should I? (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. The same goddamn thing. I mean, it stemmed from, um, you know, way back when he was a storyline, some somebody said he sucked, and it just fucking stuck because he was a heel, he was a bad guy, so it made sense. But for yeah, it I get stay, that. For it to stay that goddamn long, and then I know it's like it's like he is like a white hot baby face, and it's still the chant, you know? Yeah, and then you know to talk about John Cena, whatever. I mean, he he was like on top, and then he was on top for so long that he became stagnant, and that's where you get the you know, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. And, you know, yeah, yeah, singing yeah. with his tune, John Cena sucks. But he's really turned around into something totally different altogether. You know, I, I enjoy, I'm i just like you. I hated him for a while, but, you know, I've really come around on him and whatnot right. toward, and, toward the and end. And to be fair, 
or like you're a wrestling fan long enough. Like, like I'm just trying to explain to people who don't know, but it's like when I say I hate John Cena, it is kind of a compliment because it's like, I don't like, if I see John Cena at the bar, I'm like, Hey man, can I buy you beer? I love booing you. You do awesome. And I know like, if you don't watch wrestling, you don't get it. But it was like, yes, I liked booing him. And then everybody's like, oh, he should flip heel. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. And- you know, like everywhere he goes is like half boo, half cheer. And, and that just turns into a game and it's fun. But yeah, but no, I, I like him even more as, as a dude, the more I see about him. But then every now and then I see him on the reality TV show and I'm just like, I don't know if I like him. Like that can't be really him. Yeah. And then what's funny is just like people sometimes don't understand the subtlety of a character and he has done heel as shit, you know, in his like quote unquote baby face phase of his career. So, I mean, I don't understand why people talk about, we never seen him heal. I mean, previous to not excluding previous to you know Dr. Thugonomics all that other bullshit but like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's done heel shit currently in the within the past what five ten years <laughs> yeah and I well I think it's kind of the way the viewership in general has changed the way almost society's changed in a bit like like the majority of people who watch it their mind is made up about Cena and it's made up about Cena whatever he does you know yeah now, I don't want to get too political or nothing, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I mean, it is though, it, it's wrestling, it's, it's hockey, it's, it's, everybody has an opinion, you know, from a clickbait headline and that's just the way it is. I'm guilty too. I'm not yeah. above anybody. I do it all the time, but so Cena Gill going heel, I don't think he needed to. But I love when he teases out. Like when he come out of WrestleMania, I forget what he said, but he's something like, you know, John Cena's going heel. I'm like, I, you know what I actually want to see? Do tell. Is Shaw and Hobbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want that movie series to go on long enough or create an entire different series. I don't care, but I, I want to see. One of the Fast and Furious movies, you know, The Rock is the baby face. He's the good guy. He's the star of the series. Sorry, Vin. You had your chance. You fucked it up. And I love this series. Anyway, I want John Cena to be like the ultimate fucking like world leader bad guy in a Fast and Furious style movie. You know, we kind of got a subtle glimpse of that in uh, the Bumblebee movie. Huh? John Cena was in the Bumblebee movie. Transformers. Oh, Bumblebee. Oh, fuck, I'm like sitting there going like, like I know I watch space documentaries sometime, but what the fuck is Bumblebee? <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking like, was that the Jerry Seinfeld cartoon? Like I was confused, but okay, Bumblebee. Um, I don't remember if I watched that one or not. You probably did. Does it have Mark Wahlberg? No. That's that's how oh, okay. I, that's how I know you didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw part of one that had Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, after two. Shia LaBeouf went crazy. Yeah, it's two of them with Mark Wahlberg in it. <laughs> yeah, we got Transformer here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know what? I've heard many people impersonate him uh, during that movie, and that's the same exact line they always say. 
Oh my God. That's awesome. Cause like, like, uh, I used to listen to this podcast called, uh, well, it was the kind of funny guys. I can't remember, but Nick Scarpino, he would do this Mark Wahlberg impression and it ch- literally changed the way I looked at Mark Wahlberg. Cause every line was just like, we got to trust our man. And we just, and, we and, and he would just do it like that. And then I'd watch a, a Mark Wahlberg movie and I'm like, oh shit. No, he actually does that. <laughs> yeah. Especially like in daddy's home or whatever. <laughs> oh shit. I haven't seen the second one. I don't want, I don't watch movies much anymore. Cause the theater in town sucks. Mm-hmm. And I just keep saying, I'm like, I'll wait for it to hit Netflix. And then it hits Netflix. I'm like, huh? I guess I don't want to see it. Yeah, and then also, John Cena's in that movie. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I might want to see that. Yeah, and then to even what you know, the, uh, just funny things in my mind. Uh, John Cena was in a movie called Trainwreck, and somebody made the joke to him that he looks like Maul, Mark Wahlberg, and he's like Mark Wahlberg. He's like, I look like I ate Mark Wahlberg, and, <laughs> and then now. They wind up being in a movie together many moons later. I like that. I like that. Well, they're both Boston kids too, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One of them seemed to embrace the accent a little more than the just, other. Yeah, just a little bit. Not a, not a tad. I, I, I mean, sometimes I can barely tell them apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's, let's bring, it, bring it back a little bit. Um, when did you discover podcasting? podcasts yes um the first podcast i remember listening to was jay and silent bob get old of course like it was and i can't even remember how i heard of it mm-hmm. but i heard of it and i was like okay i'll give this a try and then i was like it's just two old friends telling stories about the past because like i was like I, I signed on like first six, seven episodes is when I found that one, just a time frame of, you know, and then I just sat there and go, I, I have old friends. I have stories. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the way podcasting went in my brain and did not go well at first, did not go well at first. <laughs> But I'm I'm actually working on getting uh, kind of my entire uh, persona podcast career together because it got pulled off fucking iTunes again. So I'm going to run it through Anchor and just re-upload every fucking episode. I think there's like 500 of them. <laughs> so it's like, ah, trying to get because I, I kept coming up with this idea of like, you know what I need? Like if I had found the Joe Rogan podcast before i found kevin smith i would have just done a show and stuck with it mm-hmm. but i found the kevin smith network so i was going to do all the different shows yeah and then finally towards the end i just kind of tapered off and i did the johnny white trash thing for a while and then i'm i'm basically doing the same thing just a little more sporadic and not as a character yeah which i don't know how much of a character it was you know what i mean yeah I mean, so, I mean, it just wound up being, you know, slowly you sleeping back into the forefront. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I know I told you I'm having a drink, but the thing I noticed was Johnny White Trash was kind of a drunk (laughs) and 
and I'm kind of not. And like, I don't know, just everything in the last kind of couple of years, my whole perspective shifted. And now that I'm, I know it sounds hokey, but like now that I consider myself on the path to enlightenment, cause I, I bought a bunch of shit and I wasn't happy, Rob. So apparently money was not what was missing in my life. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That's kind of deep. Yeah. So I, I left my job. I went to a better job. Didn't pay as much, but I'm much happier and I get to do shit. I like, um, and I work with people I like. So, you know, and then since then it's just kind of been, I mean, I listen to a lot of Gary V, which doesn't help because sometimes he's just like, yeah, man, just like, if you want to be happy, just like change your bills. Like who gives a fuck? Like nobody, like nobody's going to be impressed by your shit. Like no matter how much shit you have, nobody's going to be impressed because they don't like you anyway. Cause like if you're less successful than them, they're, you know, just going to like kick the shit out of you because they don't care. And if you're more successful than them, they're going to be jealous. So just like, just do you. And I'm like, Oh fuck. That's terrible advice because it's working. I'm doing me. <laughs> that's, that's why I started uh, I, I don't know if I want to say singing again, but I started making music again just to, just to see, mm-hmm. just to, just to see if I had anything to say. Like, I know I, I'm just doing like mixtape style beats. So I'm not putting a lot of effort in production. I just want to see if I can still write lyrics like I used to, you know? Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. I, I, I sampled a little bit of it today when I was just looking through your um, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 this this is what I tell you. I mean, I, I won't sit here and tell you that your stuff is trash. I don't even want trash. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, but um, you know, you are doing more than I am. So for me to sit there and critique you about a thing that I am not doing or actively pursuing would be very ashholeless of me. So I won't do that. No, I, I, and I and I appreciate that. And and my goal right now is not the craft. Like it used to be like, whether like back when I was in bands or back when I was doing podcasts, like it was like the craft, like I need to, I need to edit this properly. I need the best microphones. I need this. My, my, uh, current goal is more the endurance contest of it now, where it's like, like if you stop doing this, you're just going to be bitchy because you hate not being creative. But, you know, so like if it's, I'm trying to eliminate excuses for lack of a better term where it's like, exactly. man, I didn't record today. It's because blah, blah, blah. Well, no, it's because you didn't fucking do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. And I, and I totally uh, understand that. And so once I started, once that started happening, where it was like, if you didn't do a thing you said you wanted to do, it was either because you didn't want to do it or you're just fucking lazy. <laughs> You know, and and I'm not, I didn't even really change my patterns as much as, as much as I just like, I'm like, okay, it's not anybody else's fault. I had the whole night to myself. I didn't create anything. That's my fault. Whatever. You know? Yeah. I've been in that situation many a times to where it's just like, man, I'm gonna get off work. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And sometimes I even, you know, if it's something on the computer, I'm gonna do, I want to work on a design on the iPad or whatever it is. I'll pull the thing out. I kind of fiddle with it and I wind up kind of regressing into my Instagram feed and then I'm on Twitter and then I'm not, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll do it tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And even that worked for me for a bit because uh, yeah, I used to be a night owl and I think it used to be like, I, you know, it wasn't that I was a night owl. I just hated life and was stressed so I couldn't sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And then when I, you know, kind of turned a corner now I sleep, but I, I started getting up like, 
Like I don't work till eight and I usually get out of bed at five. That was when I would, you know, when you say you're going to do it tomorrow, for me, that meant, you know, pour, brew a coffee at five by five fifteen, we hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah. And that worked for a while, but then now my wife gets up early with me and we do our little uh, vlog in the morning, which, which is another thing where it's like, it's like, how do you promote this? I'm like, I don't, as long as we keep like, I like starting my day that way. That's all I need. Right. Yeah. The routine you know? of the thing. Yeah. Well, and especially cause like, like when I was working, you know, both jobs, I would like, I wouldn't see her till like nine, 10, 11 midnight. Right. Yeah. And so spending the morning having a decent chat that was just the two of us, that was better than anything else. Right. Yeah. Now, um, how did that even come about for you? I mean, I know you kind of said he was kind of working heavy and you was barely seen or whatever. Was that the motivation to do your blog together or? Um, kind of. Um, cause like we, we went through a rough patch and we were, we were, you know, we fixed it. And so we're coming back and it was one of those things that we always talked about and we recorded some stuff like this, that it was supposed to be like a vlog vlog. You know, where it's like, oh, we're going to go somewhere on the weekend and release the vlog every Tuesday. And and that just it was fun hanging out. But I I don't like recording in public. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. And so it was just that thing where it was like, well, I, I'm doing I'm working on stuff in the morning anyway. Like, why don't you get up for work a little early and and we'll just do like a morning show. I call it wake up grumpy because she's grumpy when she wakes up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, and, and almost anything I do creatively, it kind of has that kind of, uh, I, I don't want to say, I don't care if people listen. Cause you know, yeah. you get comments and, and likes and, and you feel good. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it does feel nice to know that your art is appreciated, but now it's the ability to just sit there and just create yeah. And, you know, like, like if I ramble for like an hour straight, I don't need to edit that shit up because that's what I wanted to do. Sometimes like I have something in my head and if I ramble for an hour straight by the end of that hour, I know what to do about the thing or whatever, you know? Mm. And so, and, and I don't like video editing as much as I used to. <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't like it at all. <laughs> like. Like I use a program called power director and it's because of all the programs I've used, it has the fastest render times. Yeah. No one man should have all that power. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? How long have you been doing this? Um, just about three years, a little over three years now. Right. On same show the whole time. Correct. I mean, well, I kind of, I kind of flayed off and um started a wrestling podcast as well. Probably right, right. But um, yeah, the same one the whole time. That's that's impressive. Um, like I mean, I I don't think I had a show that lasted for three years. Maybe the Johnny White Trash show, but even that, I branched off in the middle of it to try and do other shows. Like I, I wish I would have done what you did. Just. Start a show, call it something, and just keep doing it. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, who cares if it changes format entirely? Like, my very first podcast was called Drinking With Myself. Mm -hmm. Who cares if I sobered up and brought in guests? That would make it even funnier. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I, I kind of see the concept behind that because um, I, I listen to another podcast called um, The Cult 45 Podcast, and it's a cult like a cult, not like a gun or a drink, <laughs> but um, one of the hosts on there used oh, to- Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. The, one of the hosts on there used to drink- and now he doesn't drink anymore. But like when he was drinking, a part of the show was like um, whenever they would um, do the opening, he's like, this show is powered by and they would say what they was drinking on. But since he don't drink right. anymore, that bit is still in the show. So he'd be like Mountain Dew or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But somebody's making noise in my house. I hope you can't hear it. Nope. Okay, we're good. I, I've, I've had my microphone muted off and on throughout this whole thing because the dogs would get excited or this or that. But the problem is they distract me, and I don't know what the last thing you said was. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of I was trying to fake my way through it, but no, nah, I can't remember. What kind of puppy dogs you get? Uh, I got a couple little chihuahuas. Oh, man. Chihuahua mutts. So Mom was uh, Jack Russell. Oh, man. Chihuahua cross, and then their dad was a purebred, long-haired Chihuahua. That's kind of hyper, ain't it? Uh, th- and this is why I can't be Johnny White Trash anymore. <laughs> because of them? Yeah, I have to. There's a bunch of things I do now that every now and then, like, my wife looks at me, and I'm just like, this is why I can't be Johnny White Trash anymore. Like, we had an argument about bottled water the other day because she bought the wrong ones. Oh, Okay. So, um, yeah, and she's like, it's bottled water. I'm like, but Dasani tastes like toilet water. She's like, how do you know what toilet water tastes like? And exactly. she's like, do you really have opinion on which bottle of water is better? I'm like, and this is why I can't be Johnny White Trash anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it kind of threw me off. Goddamn bottled water. Uh, <laughs> Oh, let me get my wits about me. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Just but, saying, San Pellegrino is number one. That's all there is to it. Okay, I'm at the. I don't. I shit. I drink out the tap. I lied. I don't. <laughs> I'd be dead right now. We'd be, <laughs> be doing this podcast if I did. Um, oh, I got. I used to just drink out of the tap, but the one town I lived in, like there's there's Medicine Hat where I lived, and there's Radcliffe next to it. Their water. I lived there for a few years, and their water always like smelled like. You know, like when you wash potatoes, that water? Yes. It would smell like somebody washed potatoes with it. So I, I stopped using tap water at that point. And then when I moved to where there's cleaner tap water, I just didn't care. I just. the tap, Oh, excuse me. The tap water thing. I guess. I don't, I don't even remember when I stopped drinking it. Because like. I know I met my wife in 2008. And she only drinks bottled water. So I just kind of fell into that. You know, she only had bottled water. So I would drink the bottled water. I wouldn't just go to the tap. I mean, she had a whole thing full of bottled water. I just drink that. And well, yeah. and just over time, I just, that's what it is now. I don't drink no tap water no more. I just drink strictly bottled water. Well, plus, I don't know about down there, but like here, like a 24 pack of bottles at like Walmart or whatever is like three bucks. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, why wouldn't I just go grab 24 bottles for three bucks and move on with my life? Yeah, I would bam, just go buy them by the case. And I, I bring two home. I keep one in the um, truck and I bring it to work. So I have water always at work. I wouldn't have to bring them from home. Yeah. 
Yeah, so <laughs> hydrate people. Speaking of Walmart, you seem to go there a lot. Yeah, yeah. Just a tad bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm, matter of fact when I went to um, New York and New Jersey this weekend I, I I made it my my mission to find me some Walmarts to go to I went to two of them oh I thought that was great I, I did I, I enjoyed your videos thank, over the weekend thank you I appreciate it yeah no I I mean the, I honestly think what you do on Instagram is the way Instagram should be done I'm just I'm trying to think of a way to rip you off that's not too outright, you know? <laughs> just do it. If you do it, yeah. just do it. Just and tag me in it. That's if all you got to do. If somebody calls me out, I'll just be like, Rob says, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hater. There we go. We, you got audio proof of it. I won't edit it out. <laughs> there we go. Just tag me in it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because I mean, it. it is like I little one minute videos. There's times where that's just what I want to do is just sit there and flick through little one minute, 30 second videos, you know, few memes here and there. And yeah, away you go. Yeah. Cause like, um, I feel like out of all the apps I use, Instagram is my jam. And like, I, I, I beg you to damn anybody that you follow on Instagram, just go through your freaking follow list and see how many posts they got. I can guarantee you they don't have as many as me. I have damn near 6,000 posts. <laughs> nice. I don't even know what I got because, like this, this was supposed to basically be a hot sauce thing. But I'm like, well, I don't. I'm not that good at social media. Apparently, <laughs> I used to be. Yeah, now, I have 17 posts. Yeah, now like let's even get into that because, like, you know, I know about you. You know, just peeking through the veil of social media and whatnot. And, you know, I see your videos here and there. I see a post on Twitter, yeah. a post on Instagram, and whatnot. And you know. I can remember seeing, I mean, it was just a transition for me. I was like, I knew you as Johnny White Trash and I would see posts about it, you and your distinct voice and whatnot. And I'm like, hey, that's that guy. He got another video up. And then yeah. um, slowly those videos will go away. And then I start seeing the hot sauce stuff emerge and just like, okay, now he doing hot sauce now. And then, yeah, yeah. then the music thing starting to come back around. So I'm like, cool. But the thing about the hot sauce, my wife, yes. my wife is an avid connoisseur of the hot sauces. I mean, it's just like, I feel like there is no hot sauce. I mean, you probably don't even try to do that purposely, but like there is no hot sauce that I can find that is hot enough to like oh, burn yeah. her out. You know, it's just like she'll taste a hot sauce and everybody's like, oh, shit, my lungs, I'm dying. And she'd be like, that yeah. shit, she's like, that shit ain't even hot. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> And I don't understand it. It's like she lit like the common thing with me is the question I ask her all the time when we eating. Would you like some food with your hot sauce? So nice. No, I I get it. Like I'm see my weird thing is like when I'm going for the hots, I I want one step above what I can handle that day. Cause you know, when like your skin's red and you're sweating and you're crying, but you can't touch your face cause you've got chicken wing sauce all over you. Mm-hmm. And like, you just have to sit there and be a mess in the middle of Buffalo wild wings. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. See, and like for me, I don't know what it is. I mean, I like it to taste, you know, just a little, oh, for sure. a little dab for sure. here and there, you know, give it a little flavor and whatnot, not drowning it, you know, trying to, you know, 
it's like she waterboarding her goddamn food. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> hot sauce. But um Nah. But and then the the problem with hot sauce is like the really stupid hot ones are synthetic, like so th- synthetic. And when you talk about flavor, that comes from those sauces where it's like, no, we just used, you know peppers salt and vinegar and some variation of that like that's mostly what hot sauce is right yeah and it's like like the one i want to try so bad is the last dab uh you know the hot ones signature sauce that they use on their show there i'm just like oh i want to try it so bad but shit ain't cheap exactly at all yeah you're paying all that money to to burn your insides i don't get it Oh no, I'm I'm cool with that. Well, see what I like about this one though is it's is it's it's a pepper sauce, right? Like it's not like uh like Blair's Megadeth or some of the Magnum 357 stuff I think too where it's like we're putting in like this like capsaicin fucking uh extract, right? Yeah. And and it when it with their sauce being like 2 million Scovilles plus and it's all just you know, your peppers, vinegar, and, you know, some spices. I'm like, I got to try this. Mm-hmm. I got to try this. Yeah. Because, like, my wife is actively, you know, you've seen everybody doing that freaking one hot chip challenge or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, my wife is actively looking for this thing. She wants to eat the shit out of it. So do I. And then um, they got some hot noodles as well, whatever. We, we've been riding around going to different oh. Asian markets trying to find these shits. The Korean noodles, yeah, I, I got them on Amazon. They're they're hotter than they they're pretty warm, but they're not they're not insane hot. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm trying to think of what I've had, like you know, like like they're not they're no Blair's Megadeth or something like that, right? Okay, but but they're oh the flavor, like you talk about heat with flavor, those have heat with flavor. Oh, so good. Word. Like, it doesn't matter the freaking level of hot a hot sauce is. I sweat regardless, and I don't understand oh, why. Yeah. It's just like, I had sriracha, and I'm, my fucking forehead beating up, and I don't fucking know why. <laughs> you know? I had, Tex- I, yeah, had, no. I had Texas Pete, same thing. I was just like, anything with spice that that's kind of, that's vaguely hot, I start sweating. That's how you can know if it's some hot sauce or some spicy shit around, I fucking start sweating. I, That's my spider sense. <laughs> nice. I've, I've noticed that with myself with, uh, uh, I mean, like I get the meat sweats like everybody else does, but I also just get like the flat out, like carb sweats. It's like, Oh, I'm going to eat like a shitload of garlic bread or something. I will start sweating off of that. So then when you like take something like, like a pizza, and then you put the super hot sauce on it, so you're sweating from the pizza. You're sweating from like I just yeah. I I sweat when I eat. I'm gross. I sweat when I eat. I eat. <laughs> I eat when I sweat. Vicious cycle. <laughs> oh, except for vegetables. Like we eat vegetables, then yeah, then I, just, I don't I just, sweat. I, I just chew on those angrily. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I I mean, I, I try to eat healthy, but. I find I find uh, probably the healthiest thing I eat is when we do like chicken fajitas because we're just literally like we're doing our own chicken, mm-hmm. you know, some peppers, some onions, 
uh, put it on a shell with some hot sauce and my hot sauce is like, you know, as few ingredients as possible. So there's no preservatives or shit in that. And just like, I don't know, man, I hate to be that old guy, but I'm at the point where it's like preservatives. Fuck me up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can always tell the difference between like a, you know, a basic home cooked meal and a fucking fast food cuisine and whatnot. Cause I know like, I've been eating nothing but food from at home. We cooking and prepared ourselves or whatever. But every now and then we'll go out and get a burger, and I can tell the difference. Like my body tells the difference because as soon as I take that first couple of bites, it's just like I'm already kind of full. And then by the time I finish the burger, it's like, oh, I need to go take a seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other weird thing I found, like, like I have a strange thing with mcdonald's where um i eat there sometimes more than i should and it and it's funny because i almost think in certain ways uh i know it sounds cheesy i haven't said it out loud yet so this is the first time uh it kind of replaced my alcoholism Like when it was like i gotta get fucking wasted tonight now without thinking about it now I'm like, man, I need like three McDoubles. That's the only thing that's going to get me through tonight. And I'm like, ah, no, I'm trading one half for another. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I can't even tell you the last time I had some McDonald's. I mean. Don't do it. Yeah, I know. I mean, this it, is like, it's been a big staple in my um, younger years, my childhood and whatnot. And now it's just like, it's a like a, you know a clutch thing or whatever oh shit I forgot to take something to thaw out the refrigerator uh, what do you want to eat McDonald's fuck okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah and you do it too and you you try and feel good about it like do you know like down there is there a McDonald's app too yes. like a curbside app oh, curb. like isn't that just like you admitting you fucking give up yeah, shit, they got the touch screen in there and everything. You don't even have to look, a, a, look a person in the eye. <laughs> no, I, the touch screen, I understand because, you know, whatever. Like, that's still in the restaurant. But, like, to download the app onto your phone so that you can drive up, not wait in the drive through have them bring your food to you, and then you get bonus points. I'm like, dude, you, you know why? What? Stop. <laughs> You're hurting yourself. And then you know what I always thought was bizarre? You know, they got these apps like DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, all that stuff to where you can summon food to your location. It would, it it weirds me the fuck out that people would get on that app and they would order McDonald's. And I'm just like, oh God, let me tell you. Because that that was my second job was one of those apps, right? Yeah. And then the, the, ever since Christmas, the pay has just kind of been up and down and it's like, I'm not working a second job because I want to, I'm working it for money. And if the money's not going to be X amount a week, mm-hmm. it's not really worth not being home with my family. <laughs> you yeah. know, I get it. And, and other things, of course. But so that that's where I'm at with that. But like some of the, oh, some of the orders I've picked up, man. Have you ever, like, have you ever just got desserts? Like you just wanted some uh, McFlurry or some shit. <laughs> Okay, so one end of town is is Ross Glen, that that neighborhood. The other end of town, out of town, is Redcliffe, which I mentioned earlier, right? Mm -hmm. That is a good 20-minute drive taking the highway at 80 kilometers an hour, 50 miles, Mm -hmm. 
or, you know, the whole way pretty much. Somebody bought a milkshake from a place in Redcliffe and had me deliver it to Ross Glen. The delivery fee was not much. It was only like four or five bucks. Like that's the delivery fee, right? Mm-hmm. There was a $10 tip. No, that's right. It was five. Cause I made $15. That's what it was. $15. I in my pocket for bringing one milkshake from a truck stop to a guy in Ross Glen. Here's the funniest thing. The guy in Ross Glen wearing a fucking Dairy Queen shirt. <laughs> You got. He, There's literally like three Dairy Queens in between. <laughs> he, he was at the source for at one point, <laughs> right? I don't know. It, it's just oh. like that thing, though. It's just like uh, you have people that work in fast food. You know, they work at McDonald's, Burger King, whatever, and they work there all the time. They're around that food all the time. They just want something other than what they always around. For sure. For sure. Well, not just that, but I think if you like worked at McDonald's, McDonald's, especially the rest of them, maybe not, but McDonald's seems like the one where you would just absorb food into you through your pores. Through osmosis. (laughs) Yeah. Through us. Yes. Like it is like McDonald's is like Bill Burr does that in his last stand-up special, he talks about like, you go to McDonald's, you want to be healthy, but fuck it, you're just going to go once and then you wake up the next day. It's like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. Dude, just get an Egg McMuffin. I don't want an Egg McMuffin. And then next thing you know, you find yourself at McDonald's getting an Egg McMuffin the next day. I don't know what they put in that shit, but it happens to me. Mm-hmm. I, like, know. I get on a chicken nugget binge every now and then. Luckily, the chicken nugget, wicked, wicked, <laughs> yeah, I ain't about that nugget life, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just, and I don't know why I should be, but the the McNugget, but this this is probably why I'm not a nugget guy because, man, I love their filet of fish, and I think I'm alone on that one. It's all right. I have a, I have a feeling, you know, a taste for it every now and then, you know. Oh, dude, the coolest thing. Like, for a while, McDonald's was selling three sauces in bottles. Oh, it was amazing. I had, like, a bottle of Big Mac sauce, a bottle of McChicken sauce, a.k.a. mayo, and a bottle of filet of fish sauce. Man, whew, fish sticks never tasted so good. <laughs> they had the damn, um, they got damn, uh, Taco Bell do that now. They sell all their different sauces in the grocery store. I I don't think I've ever been to a Taco Bell. What? Yeah, they're just not that common in my area of the world. Oh, okay. Well, I can understand that now. I thought it was just by choice. Because, like, what you were saying McDonald's was or is to you is how Taco Bell is to me. I understand. I understand what a Taco Bell is now. Like, we got Taco Time. Mm. But do you, I don't know if that's Canadian make, only or not. But do you make time for tacos? I do. In fact, as soon as we're done this, I'm going to go downstairs and eat tacos. <laughs> do we need to wrap it up, then? <laughs> no, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> it's, just, it's just funny that uh, we, we come on tacos and then that, that's, that's part of my life. Well, I, I preferably not to come on tacos, so... <laughs> Sorry, Dan. there's 
So you, you, you overloaded me. You gave me too many different directions to go, and I couldn't spit out a line. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel, I, I felt you fizzling up there in your head or whatever. Now I just can't stop <laughs> Yeah, I know. For real. Yeah. Um, but damn, the hot sauce. Let's kind of wrangle back down to that or whatever. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what made you want to uh, pursue that or whatever? Is it something that you always done or, I mean, how did you come upon it? No, it's relatively new. I kept saying to somebody that I wanted to buy a juicer one day and they're like, why? I'm like, so I can make my own hot sauce. Somebody's like, you don't need a juicer for that. And I'm like, really? Maybe I should look at how to make it. Mm-hmm. So then I started making it and enjoying it. And then everybody was enjoying what I made. And somebody's like, man, you should take that to the farmer's market. And I'm like, I think I should. So this year, I forget how many more weeks it is. I'm going to, on Saturdays, I'm going to be there in the farmer's market next to Grandma June's baked goods and, um, you know, Dave's uh homemade hot rocks like it's and and lisa's pottery like it's gonna be a blast in the middle you'll have blaine's hot sauce like word i'm excited yeah yeah i mean you're getting me going too i want some (laughs) speaking of uh self-made uh products by very fine individuals such as yourself uh shout out to the sponsor hooks rubs and spices they they, they got all kind of savory flavors and you know smoking sweetness or daggone mad cow got the lemon pepper and daggone that smoky burn and uh you can find all this on etsy.com by looking for hooks rubs and spices or you can go to hooks rubs and spices.etsy.com and get 10 percent off if you use promo code 3r show i think you, you sold me yeah head on over yeah. to etsy <laughs> yeah no, I mean, no. I actually, when I started selling the, the hot sauce, I, I kind of regret not going with Etsy and using Shopify instead. I think I made a mistake there. Well, do you just do it all by hand? Or what's your process? Yeah, yeah, I make it all, bottle it all, label it all. and Yeah. Do it all yourself, huh? Yeah. Um, now, now, what's the perk with um, the Etsy or the Shopify? You bring that up or whatnot? I mean, well, what I'm thinking is with Etsy, like Shopify is more for like, I don't know. It's just it, it seems like Etsy is more geared towards the homemade, the mm-hmm. the small batch, the the custom, yeah, the the craftsmanship stuff like that. Whereas Shopify is just seems like you know your typical place for stores. So I, I think I might have got a little more love from the Etsy stores is what I'm thinking, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of vaguely got familiar with Shopify because um, I started doing my own merchandise myself, you know, just um, it's still through a third party, but I handle right. more of the design work and um, setting the shipping costs and prices and whatnot. So, I mean, I'm more hands on with it than I, if I would ever went to like a red bubble or a freaking, um, right, you know, for something, sure, something for like sure. that or whatever, you know, and it, it increases the T public. Yeah. It increases the market. T public. You'll get your fucking designs pulled because anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like this, you know, it gives me a greater margin for, um, profit doing it the way I'm doing it now. But, um, I got a trial with Shopify and from what I've seen and used and understand of it is just pretty much like 
you centralize all these different shops that you can pull things. Well, in my particular instance, I try to find different things that I could slap my designs on different, you know, hats, glasses, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to find something different, something unique that I can put my design on with Shopify. They have, you know, you have your central hub, which is Shopify, and there's like thousands or hundreds of stores that you can choose from that'll give you the thing that you want to put your design on. And instead of going to all those individual places, Shopify consolidates them and it keeps them in this one app for you to do. So like right now, I don't have Shopify because I'm not paying fucking $30 a month for that convenience with (laughs) But um, I go I, to, I go to individual ben- vendors for certain things. So like one place I get all my hats and beanies from one place I get all my T-shirts from. If um, I'm doing coasters, I get it from this place. So, you know, I'm going to the individual places to get the things. But with Shopify, they consolidate all that into one place. So I don't have to go to those individual places. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, uh, and Shopify, I think, is good, especially for uh, somebody who wants to start a merchandising endeavor who yeah. just can't afford to set up a fucking screen press in their basement or whatever, right? Yeah. And yeah, no, like I, I thought about it too, but I, I, I went with the hot sauce and I mean, it's, it's, I like it. It's nice. It's convenient. It works for me. Like order comes in. I get the notification on my phone. I set those bottles aside. They inventory track. I buy a shipping label right through the app. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only thing I kind of wish, and maybe there's a way I could set this up, but at the end of the month, I get charged my monthly for using, for the pleasure of using Shopify. Yeah, I hate that. And... Yeah, yeah, and and whatever I've shipped, but they've already paid me out all my orders, mm-hmm. and it's like if you're going, if I'm like, why don't you just keep the money mm-hmm. that I owe you and do one less transaction? That that's the only thing, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. it, yeah, I agree with you. Because like, I mean, I don't use Shopify, and you know, like I was saying, I go to the places that I need to get the shit from. So like, when I get paid, it goes straight into my account. And then I got to take it out of my account and, you know, pay my fees from what I just got paid. So, you know, when I have a price up there, say I because I sell a hat for thirty five. So out of that whole thirty five, you know, is their cut and my cut that I had to pay to get the thing made and shipped from, the you know, the manufacturer. Right. So, yeah, I mean. I just I thought it was just I mean Shopify is cool because I mean they got a couple of vendors on there that you can only find using the Shopify app you just can't go to them directly because they're exclusive to Shopify and that kind of right, pissed right. me off but I'm, it's not pissing me off to the point to where I'm about to pay you motherfucking $30 every month <laughs> well you can do the $9 option I don't want to do nothing god damn it <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep the cost minimal as possible <laughs> No, I, but what, I no, it, but like I, I, but I didn't know about the nine dollar option. What, what, what's the details on that one? Well, with that one, you don't have a, a specific Shopify site, but mm-hmm. you could like you know you sell shit on Facebook, on Instagram. Like you could sell it through all the different channels. You could set up your own website and have mm-hmm. a buy now button that goes back to it. Back to but it. there's okay. certain, yeah back. Well, it you basically you're paying for Shopify's shopping cart. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because because uh, what I found what was convenient for me because one of the vendors I use, um, they only have a few options that allow you to um you know set up orders and shit. So I'm using the archaic shit. I'm setting up CSV files and shit, and damn. Type, manually typing it in and sending them spreadsheets to place orders and shit because the site that way that site unless you use a Shopify or one of these third party apps through them they don't allow you to do the mock up process so I can't see how my shit looks until I have an actual order go in there oh okay and yeah and you you want yeah. test samples right yeah. you know yeah so I want to see at least how the motherfucker look before I damn you know, motherfucking them paid me yeah. money. Now I got to go through all this rigmarole just to see how it looked first. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like pain in the ass. Yeah. But I mean, I find ways around it or whatever because, you know, I found another site that has a mock-up generator and they sell the same shirts. I mean, some of the colors may be off, you know, yeah. just by a little bit. So I use their mock-up generator. But when I get the order, I go to the other place because it's more affordable. See, and I, I, I'm the nerd when it comes to shit like that. I'm sitting there going like, oh, I don't know. This place has American apparel, but like the, the test samples on a Gildan 50-50, like, I don't know. Is it going to be the same? Like, <laughs> Yeah. See, because like the one place that I do the mock-ups on, their printing area on shirts is smaller than the place I actually get the shirts from. So, oh, okay. So when you see the sample image, like you go to the website, you see the image. Uh, it's probably going to be two times bigger than what you see, what you're going to get in the mail. So like it's a small, it looks smaller on the shirt from my website, but when I actually order it, it's going to be bigger when it comes there. Man, there is a couple of jokes in there. I'm just going to. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure not a grower. I mean, a grower yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I mean, just cause it looks small. Don't mean it is small. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just turn off the lights and feel it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you got small hands, you'll do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, actually, the one cool, th- the the one cool shop I found or, or distributor, or whatever you call them, in Shopify, uh, they actually did like the all over print. Oh yeah, shirts. yeah, yeah. I found. Yeah, I, I haven't done one of those yet, but um, me either. But I want to, and I don't know what to put on it. I had a because I made a, um, a WWE replica belt. I drew. I made nice. a, instead of the W. I have an R for Rob, and um, I put it on an all over print shirt. So the belt actually wraps all the way around the waist of the shirt. <laughs> I think I've seen. Did you have pictures of that? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've, I. I think I remember that one. Yeah, I think it's on Instagram. But yeah, I mean, I'm debating on if I want to make that or not. <laughs> because <laughs> it's because like i ain't gonna lie as far as all my merchandise goes i'm only making stuff for me that's the shit yeah, exactly. all, all the shit you see on there is the shit that i want for me but i put it up there just in case somebody else might like it yeah oh when i when i was fucking with teespring and t public and going back and like that was the whole point i was making myself a shirt mm-hmm. and i left it up there and then i realized I have to post it and buy it right off the bat because at least with T public, somebody's going to claim it. If I, uh, you know, uh, Sean from FYFC. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we were talking and I think we were hanging out when it happened. Cause he, he came to town once anyway, they had a t-shirt 
with a Nintendo controller on it. It was like some 8-bit design. Yeah. Uh, a Nintendo controller. And it got claimed by Sega. Oh. <laughs> and T Public won't stand up to anybody claiming because, I mean, welcome to 2019. But I, that was kind of my moment where I'm like, I got to figure something else out. Yeah. And then I never got back into merch. I, I think it's because I, well, at my job, I design shit. Like that's one of the things I do takes up a majority of my time. Mm -hmm. And so when I come home, I'm like, I don't want to do this shit. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've scratched the design itch for the day. Like I don't even like doing thumbnails anymore. You know? Yeah. That's, that's the thing that I run into um, posting things on my website because like I had to stock the inventory. So I had to come up with the stock images and damn type the description. And I hate that shit. I hate doing that oh, shit yeah. so much. And then some places, like, I got one place where I like to do my mock-ups because they give you fucking everything. So I put the design on the shirt. I pick all the colors that I want in that shirt. Uh, and then they even give me the option to have, like, a human model to, you know, to fashion the shirt, you know, from their mock-ups. And all I have to do is press generate files. And it'll give me every PNG file or JPEG that I want of that shirt in all the different colors are with or without models and, nice. it was, and it would just download to my motherfucking computer and all I had to do is post it and <laughs> I'm like why the rest of you motherfuckers don't do that other places I got yeah. a damn screenshot the damn mock up <laughs> fucking shrink it down to the a feasible size and then damn I got to upload it and do all this other bullshit I was like why are you doing this to me <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel your pain. I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's funny too, because like, I think because I've I've kind of been on social media like since MySpace, so I kind of don't care about it the way I used to. Mm-hmm. I kind of burnt out on just like like every now and then I'll go onto my Twitter and I'll throw a tweet out just so I don't get deactivated. I don't know if that's a thing, but it feels like it should be. <laughs> You know, I, I mean, I believe wholeheartedly it should be because goddamn, there's a motherfucker on Instagram. Yes. The bitch name is three R show and they only got two goddamn pictures. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm on this bitch every day and I want that damn yeah. hashtag so bad and you won't give it to me. <laughs> yeah, Well, both Instagram and Twitter, they both have a blame. Spelled the way I spell it, B L A I N. In case you're googling me, uh, no e. There is no e. Um, at Blaine, at Blaine's World, uh, and a couple other things I thought of, and Twitter and Instagram, both of them. Somebody has it, and I'm like, what are you even fucking doing with this? Like, like I'm sorry if I don't post anything in a year, fucking delete my account. Mm-hmm. leave me an option to recover like as in if if i want to like go in and be like you know you haven't been here for a year uh you have to sign up for a new username if you want to post but here's all the posts you made and if you want we could post those to your new account but i would understand that you know because maybe somebody wants the name white trash show you know i don't know <laughs> yeah but oh and then for a while all my handles were at team white trash. I was so proud of myself. And then Instagram, I changed over. I was trying to do the available and ADHD thing. So I was, you know, story of my life, identity crisis. I was kind of part of the reason I dropped all the personas altogether. But 
And then when I cha- went to change it back to Team White Trash, somebody took it. Yeah, they were just sitting there waiting on you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Just, like it, just back in the wings, just stalking your shit. And just like, is he off yet? Is he off yet? Is he off yet? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, like, at Blaine made, like, two posts and Blaine's World is, like, nobody's using these things. And, I mean, I don't really care. I think most of my new social is that guy Blaine. I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I care, damn it. I'm, I care to the point to where I'm doing some shit behind the scenes so I can commandeer that shit. <laughs> nice. That's like, well, there was uh, uh, one point when I was I was pretty much ready to, uh, you know, retire, quit and everything. But I kind of knew I needed something to keep going on. And I was really trying to my my last hurrah was going to be the Abandon All Hope podcast. And it was just it was I, I it was the goal was to have zero listeners, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, zero Instagram followers, zero Twitter. But somebody on Twitter had it. Somebody had abandonallhope.com and I had .net, but like, you know what I mean? All this stuff. And it was just like, why does everybody have this shit, but nobody fucking uses it? I met a mother, like I went online when I started adopting the 3R show shit and I um, went to register the domain 3R show and the motherfucker has it. There's no page there. I mean, if you go to 3rshow.com, there's nothing there. It's just like a blank slate and say, you know, it actually about to use a login shit. And there was an email. So I emailed the motherfucker. And I was like, hey, man, how much you trying to give up that domain name for? And he messaged me back. He's like five hundred dollars. I was like, fuck you and your couch. <laughs> no kidding. I keep every time I want one of these uh, handles, I keep thinking to myself, I should just like DM them and be like, I'll give you 20 bucks, change your name. That's what I've been doing with this three R show motherfucker on Instagram. I've been sending them yeah. all kind of messages or whatever. I got in contact with um, people on through Instagram. It was like, hey, man, mark this account as fucking fraudulent or illegal or some shit so that Instagram can kick that shit. Mm-hmm. It don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't do shit. It's just still sitting there irking me the fuck on. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'ma get the ass though. I got something up my sleeve. And I'll be like, blah down, watch out now. <laughs> <laughs> oh but damn uh you got yeah, yeah. Two po- those are terrible posts. Yeah, you see them, right? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't resist. We we talked about Instagram.com three R show enough. Following 128, 18 followers, two posts. Son of a trust you instincts. Everything will fall into place if you let it. No period. Bitches, man. Get on my goddamn nerves. And see, and then you know what? What what I'm thinking it is, because I know many people who do the same thing, just thinking about it now. They have Instagram accounts, but they only have Instagram accounts so they can look at other people's accounts. Or the other thing I found happened too is like somebody forgot their login, so they started a new account. Like we we still live in that day and age where that happens. Yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't remember my account. I'll just make another one. <laughs> yeah, I said, just do password recovery. What's that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mom? It's branding. What's branding? <laughs> 
Branding's not important. I'm a, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I've had this conversation too, and I, I throw out random words just to fuck with people. Just be like, you have to use the same Instagram and Twitter handle. It's called branding. What do I need to be a brand for? Everybody's a brand. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think they identify the cows out in the field? They brand them. See? Right? They all belong to the same person. <laughs> yeah, and I'm from Alberta. We got cows. We should know this shit. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, I was going to ask you. Don't was, just do it. Okay. You were in a movie? Yes. I want to hear about that. Oh, I'm okay. like, how did this come and go without me noticing? Well, I mean, it was, it's an independent thing. So, I mean, it's not like premiering and f- fucking your IMAX or nothing like that. But um, I work security, and um, I was downtown at one of my posts, and um, you know, I I, I mean, I pretty much, besides the um the, the actual shirt I wear, I look like a cop for the most part. I got a badge, I got a gun, got a baton, you know, a standard rig. So yeah, no, I I say that when I will look at your Instagram all the time. I'm like, that's an off duty cop right there. So I damn. <laughs> Sorry, you calling me? What you saying, man? You blowing my cover? But uh, oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but I was out there and I was um touring my post and whatnot, and I seen these guys out there um taking footage. You know, just with the um cameras, they had the cool DJI cameras with the uh 4K camera on the gimbal and shit, so it you know stabilizes oh, you know all that shit. So they yeah. walking around filming shit, and me being the person I am. I made it up in my mind to fuck with him. So here I am, this guy got fucking badge, a gun and shit. And um, I just walk up to him. I, I kept a serious face. And then, you know, I got close. I was, I was like, hey. And he looked at me like, oh, shit. And I was like, man, that's a fly ass camera. Where you get that from? <laughs> <laughs> and then you could just see the tension and all the, you know, just leave him. He's like, oh, shit. All right. He cool. <laughs> yeah. You no, know? But, you know, oh. but that was my icebreaker. So, I, you know, I was like, we start talking about the cameras and stuff. He's like, yeah, we do uh, music videos around here in the area. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. We chopping it up and shit. And uh, he gave me one of his business cards and I gave him one of my podcast cards. And um, nice. He called me up. Um, I don't know. A couple of days later, maybe a week or so later, and he's like, "Hey, man. Um, I don't know what your schedule like, but um, we shooting a music video, and you know, we trying to see if you want to play a role." I was like, "All right, cool. What what you need me to do?" And he's like, "We need you to be, play a cop." And I was like, "All right, makes sense. You see me in a uniform with a gun and shit, so yeah, I can see where you're yeah. coming from." So I was like, "Yeah, no problem." Give me the address, show me where to be. And um, I did a music video with him. I played um, an officer of the law, and I also played an undercover officer in the same video. And um, that was kind of the start of our relationship from me just being a dick <laughs> for a second. And, um, you know, keep up through social media and everything. I repost everything they do. You know, I tout them up here and there whenever they do something. And um, he hit me up a couple months later, you know, just between time you know going back for it he's like hey man we shooting a movie it's gonna be called brick city it's gonna be here in houston and uh we want to do a full-length film i was like word that's cool i mean if y'all need any help for me promotion or whatever i'll help you out as best as i can 
And he was like, yeah, we want you to um, play a role. We want you to be a detective. And then, you know, he was giving me like a synopsis of what my character would be doing. You know, I'd be, you know, running up on this guy. Like, you know, just being this asshole pretty much. Kind of like that small glimpse that I gave him when I met him the first time, you know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I could do that. You know, I got the outfits for that. I got a gun. I could I could be this person that you want me to be. So um, they already started filming it, you know, not too long after that. But I never got the call from him. He never told me where to show up or whatever. I mean, he would hit me up every now and then about some other stuff, but it was never about the movie. Then um, a little while later, he called me once again. He was like, hey, man, I need you to um, be here and here and here. Bring your gun. I want you to play that detective role. I mean, it wasn't to the extent that he was telling me before, but it was pretty much being an extra. <laughs> fucking that is so like i'm saying canada shit you're saying texas shit hey hey come over bring your gun (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh it wasn't like a full-on role or whatever it was just like i was gonna be an extra i needed to feel some they needed to fill some space he thought of me i was like all right cool i'm there so i come up there i'm the only one with a real gun and shit (laughs) so um (laughs) They filmed the scenes that day. You know, I did my little extra background stuff or whatever. Sat at the table when they was doing the little brief in the movie and whatnot. And there it was. I mean, they recorded it. And then uh, just this past couple of weeks, past week, uh, April 4th, they premiered it here in a local theater. And um, they had a premiere party. You know, hundreds of people showed up, which is fucking amazing. Man, I didn't think that many people was going to show up, to be honest. I mean, I know people was going to come and support, but I it it was it exceeded my expectations of what this could have been. I mean, it looked like a full on red carpet event. People were dressed up. Parking lots was full from end to end. Goddamn, they had a professional photographer in there doing the red carpet photos and whatnot. I mean, it was great, man. I, I'm so happy for them dudes. And um, we they premiered the film. I sat there. I watched it. Um, and what was also cool, not so much me being that in that for that small role, but um, my homeboy, uh, Sir John Lee, he's been a guest on here. He's a musician as well. Um, I submitted his name f- to be a part of the music soundtrack. And that was one of the first songs in the movie I heard was his song. So I was like, oh, fuck. And then, damn, I'm pulling out the phone. I mean, this is not like Carmine, Cinemark or, you know, AMC or some shit like that. So I can have my fucking phone out. We in the hood. Yeah, God yeah. Damn it. And I'm recording his song playing over the movie and shit. And I'm texting it to him. I was like, oh, they use your shit in the movie. He's like, oh, yeah. And um, later on, I see me on the screen. And I was like, hey, I know that guy. That's me. <laughs> and movie over. Credits come up, got my name up there. Detective Phillips was my name, and I was in a fucking movie. <laughs> That's that fucking cool. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on here. Hold on here. Let's just do the imdb.com. Did you make it for real? No, I'm just kidding. I'm oh, no. Why are you bullshitting? If you type in B Rob, B period Rob, I'm in there. But the way IMDb works is if you don't pay your monthly fee, they don't publish all your shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so because no, I got because the only reason go ahead, I got sorry. the only reason I got up on there was because they offered like a month trial for free. And I didn't know what would what would be in the IMDB Pro trial plan. What 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 does that entail? I was intrigued, so I signed up for it. And you get a lot of shit in there. You get casting calls. You get um some of the behind the scenes about the movie stuff, about the budgets and whatever and what they're using for casting. You get 
agencies, phone numbers and stuff. You get direct access to some people if they put their direct contact information on there. So like, I don't know, I'm just making up a name. Uh, fucking, let's just say Holly Berry. You can find all her contact information in there. If she put direct contact for her, that number is in there. But mostly like names like that or whatever, like Holly Berry and other people, they have their casting agency or their talent agent or whatever the fuck. You can contact them to contact her. So being a podcaster, I thought that was fucking cool to have. So I shot many emails and never heard from many of people. So <laughs> <laughs> but I, I made a profile. I put my pictures in but there. At the same time, respect, because you sent a bunch of emails, right? Like yeah. the, my, my biggest thing in life, I do this all the time. It's like, man, wouldn't it have been cool if I, well, you don't have to sit there and go, wouldn't it have been cool? Mm-hmm. You, you sent the emails. I mean, you got nothing, but. Yeah, I still did it. And yeah, then, exactly, man. And then that emails is another thing for me. Don't get me started about that bullshit. But um, <laughs> through those emails, I mean, I was able to get like Michael Jai White on this show. So, I mean, emails work. That's fucking dope. It works. But damn, you just got to be patient, you know? <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, go ahead. The biggest thing I found, you know, you want to talk about being patient. I have an example. Like every now and then somebody's like, man, like how does YouTube work? How do you make a viral video? How do you do this? Mm-hmm. Here's what you do. Here's what has to, here's, here's what happens. Some guy, some old guy, I forget his name for 13 years straight. Every week he uploaded like a 10, 15 minute video talking about the movies that came out for the week. Yep. He was 72. He'd been doing it for 12 years. He had 131 subscribers. Okay. Mm-hmm. PewDiePie, I don't know if you're familiar. Yes. In his, when he does his like thing, somebody submitted this guy to PewDiePie's subreddit. Sub uh, PewDiePie in a video said, oh, holy shit, he's been doing this for 12 years, like listed off what he did. He's like, oh, that's pretty cool. By the time he recorded the video, the guy was already up to 40,000 subs. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, you know, I mean, like you, you just... <laughs> Gary V always says, you know, like the best way to do it, just keep making cool shit till somebody cool sees it. Yeah. And so many people, when they start this, they're like, oh, they get like six weeks in. They're like, nobody's fucking listening. I'm done. It's like, no, it doesn't happen like that. Like, and and if you're not doing it for the love, don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you need money, go to fucking school. <laughs> I hear it's real cheap tuition right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah man that's what it is it's just fucking I've been doing this for three years and day one was just like what the fuck is this show gonna be I know it's not gonna be professional wrestling although I love professional wrestling but I listen to many professional wrestling podcasts and that sounds like a lot of work doing research looking up rumors all this other bullshit watching 30,000 hours of footage so you can have some shit to talk about wrestling wise and I was just like nah that's not me and I was just like I'll just talk about shit and just see what happens and then I've just been talking about shit to see what happens for three years now (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And that, and it's the way to do it, too. Because like you said, like, I, I've done that, too, where it's like, man, I'm going to do like a new show or I'm going to do this or or whatever. And uh, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I I tried very hard to become a popular uh, Call of Duty uh, commentator back in the day. Yeah. 
and uh, there was two things working against me. I, I was not uh, that good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and which at the time you didn't need to be good to garner a following, but I was, um, I was just sitting there going like, I drink beer. Isn't beer cool? Like, no, just shut up, Blaine. Like, <laughs> but uh, like, that's kind of what happened. And it, yeah, just, just do it for the love. And one day you'll get recognition or you won't, who cares? Yeah. You know, I mean, you want to be money. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Uh, Jim Carrey said it best. I wish everybody could be rich and famous to realize that you don't want to be rich and famous. Yeah. But I want to be rich and famous. <laughs> I, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't turn the opportunity down yeah, to be rich yeah, and famous. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. For some people, this is a hobby. For me, uh, the, the, the whole podcast, vlog, video game, music thing, whatever it is right now, it's an addiction. The hot sauce is a hobby. Yeah. You know, I like doing that. I like, like it, it, it was fun in the beginning. Now I think I found some places to order from, but in the beginning it was even more fun because it's like, Blaine, what are you doing Saturday? Well, I got to go around to all the greenhouses, find which ones are selling the best peppers, uh, you know, and, and see if I can get there early enough to get, you know, three, four pounds of, of jalapenos to make, you know, like it. Yeah. Now, now the local greenhouses have some order forms, so it's a little more streamlined, but which reminds me, I have to order five pounds of ghost peppers. Do they go, ooh, whenever you cook them? Yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they go, ooh, when you eat them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, ghost peppers are so hot, right? And they're not the hottest ones out there, but they're the hottest ones available to me unless I grow my own. Mm -hmm. which I did grow some last year. I don't know if I'm going to do that again. But anyway, I wore, you know, proper latex gloves while, you know, kind of cutting the tops off and while dealing with it, I wore gloves the whole time. Mm -hmm. I washed my hands, right? I go to bed. So I've washed my hands a few times. I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. I have a shower. So like soap and shampoo has been all over my hands and rubbed everything in, right? And I get out of the shower the next day. I rub my eye. It starts burning. I'm like, oh, fucking really? <laughs> like, how is there still? No. And then let me tell you, you know how I tell you how anytime I'm in the vicinity of hot shit or whatever, I mean, I break into a sweat. Yeah. If I talk, because like I used to work when I was in the military, I worked um, at Pagefield in Beaufort, South Carolina, which um. I was on the base at uh, Paris Island, South Carolina. That's where that's the East Coast boot camp for uh, the Marine Corps. Okay. And um, I worked at the page field where they had um, they did the crucible, which is like the final events for their graduation. They did the rappel tower, the gas chamber, uh, BWT to where that's like a uh, freaking. Whoa. I, I, what Gas chamber. Oh yeah, I'm getting to that. Uh, the gas chamber, okay. BWT, and all that. Where they do land navigation, and teach you how to use a compass, terrain features, all that bullshit. You know, weapons identification, all, all kind of stuff. So, the gas chamber is pretty much um, is how you learn how to properly use and um, clear your gas mask. So, you, they bring you in a room. They fill it full of CS tablets, pretty much a, a high concentrated pepper spray. And um, you got to go in there with your gas mask and use your gas mask properly and not get your shit fucked up, you know? <laughs> so yeah. 
I had to deal with that. I, I trained with the people who did that and, you know, kicked the classes and whatnot. And that smell and just the pure jackassery of, you know, Marines in general, what they would do, people that would run the gas chamber for that day, you know, they're in the gas chamber. So their whole uniform or whatever they've been wearing inside there is just full of this CS gas. And they would come in there wherever all oh, the clean people are. And they'd be giving them fives and shit with this shit all over their hands, giving them hugs and all kind of shit, rubbing it on the back of their hands on the back of people's necks. And then this shit would damn crystallize and get hot and fucking gas you the fuck out, you know? So I've been around this stuff for so much and it's ha- kind of happening right now to where if we even start having this conversation that like, all I guess that shit just like, it feels like it's activating in my skin. I start to itching and burning and shit like I've been there <laughs> in the chamber. So yeah, I shouldn't even start talking about it. It's my arms starting to itch. <laughs> but like, even if I get around some like intense peppers or whatever, like if somebody cooking some sh- some real spicy shit, like I start to feel that way. I start to feel that itch and tingle in the back of my throat, and I'm just like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, even uh, like when I'm making the sauce, I got to make sure the windows are open because I I'm just doing shit and I'm not realizing, and then all of a sudden my wife will like walk into the the kitchen or something, and she just like gets it just all hits right like in it, and for the most part. My hot sauce, I don't know if it's just me, but like the spice that's in the air when you're making sauce, hotter than the sauce. Yeah. That's like cutting up onions and shit. (sighs) (laughs) Fucking onions. I hate them. And I was like, I'm sitting here crying. She's like, that's what onions supposed to do. I was like, the onions purpose on this earth is not to make your ass cry. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's true, though. I mean, but it does. Yeah. Sorry. But they're delicious. Well, that's true, too. Mm-hmm. I, I just I just came around on onions not too long ago, a couple of years back. Because my father, when I was young, he would, like, eat onions a lot. He's like, eat some onions. I don't eat that shit. And then I turned into an adult and get man taste buds and shit. I was like, man, onions is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. We use... Um and I don't know when it started because we kind of stopped using onions too. And we, we, but we would lay on the garlic, right? Like, oh, like yeah. either minced garlic in the jar or like fresh, like slice the fucking, I don't know what they're called. Little garlic pods. I can't think anymore, but <laughs> cloves. That's the fucking There word. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, and we just, Sometimes when people come over, we got to remember, oh, shit. Okay. Not everybody is a fucking garlic fiend like we are. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to dial it back a bit. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah, onions. I don't know, man. Onions, garlic. I'm down. Oh, shit. Sp- speak of the devil. We talk about the movie uh, Brick City. They're having a movie party release. Uh, a movie release party. I'm sorry. They um just got the um, shipment of DVDs and everything, and they're gonna be selling f- physical copies of the movie here pretty soon. So they're having a uh, movie release party on April 14th. So that's gonna be cool. Nice, nice. Oh, I do got one more question. Yes, it looks like you got a seat upgrade when you were there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, because I I enjoyed the video where it's like, look, look. There's four rows behind me, 
And then on the other side of that wall is parking lot. Like, <laughs> I appreciated that. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, he's got like an upgrade. I don't know. Okay. So I talked about it on the last episode, but damn, this trip to WrestleMania, as has all my other trips to WrestleMania, have been by complete chance. You know, the very first one that I went to in Santa Clara, uh, WrestleMania 31, that's when Seth Rollins cashed in. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on my birthday, March 29th. And um, I just had been laying the bombs like I, I normally do every year that WrestleMania is on my birthday. I just been dropping hits and being, you know, funny. Like, hey, it's on my birthday. This would be a great birthday present. So I guess it got to the right ears. And my mom was like, um, when, when, you know, you know, older people, they don't know too much about, you know, a lot of things. So she was like, <laughs> when, when, when's that mania wrestle thing you was talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, your mom uh, sounds like the most adorable person ever. Oh, you should hear her try to use her Alexa. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yes. Alexi, Alexi, play some music, Alexi. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, she called me up. She's like, uh, what, what's that Mania Wrestle thing? You're talking about the wrestling stuff. I was like, WrestleMania. She's like, when is that? I was like, March 29th on my birthday. She's like, um, if I give you my card information and stuff, you think you can get you some tickets and get yourself out there? I was like, you fucking right. I can. I didn't say that to my mom, but in my head. Actually. So she hooked me up. She um, paid for the plane ticket and all that shit for me to get out there and get back. So that was one. That's pretty dope. That was my very first WrestleMania on my birthday. I bought my first title belt with permission from Mrs. B Rob. And uh, that was how that went. So I was like, man, bucket list. I could die tomorrow. I, I achieved my goal of going to an actual WrestleMania in person. It's fucking great. Doesn't get no better than this. The next year, uh, WrestleMania 32 in Dallas, Texas. I'm living in Missouri, which is a, probably about a 12 or so hour drive from Dallas. But I have a brother that lives in Dallas and I was going down there for a job fair anyway, because um, WWE and um, a company called Hired Heroes, who helps veterans uh, transition from military life into civilian life to help them find jobs. So around this yep. time, I was uh, transitioning out of the military, you know, starting to um, going to the civilian sector and whatnot. So they was ha- hosting the job fair in corporation with WWE. So I'm looking this up, you know, cause you know, I'm fantasy. I'm, I'm fantasizing about WrestleMania. Oh, I went last year. I ain't going to be able to go this year. I was like, damn, Dallas is a fucking big, has that big ass fucking stadium. That'd be a fucking awesome WrestleMania to go to. So I'm just looking up shit about WrestleMania and I was working with the Hired Heroes people because, you know, they was helping me with my resume. And they sent me yeah. an email about the WWE event that they was hosting, co-hosting. And I was like, oh, shit. I got to go to that. Because, I mean, I could get a fucking job out of this. I mean, who knows, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'm not even thinking about going to WrestleMania. I'm just thinking about going to this event. And um, my brother, one of my brothers lived down there, and I was like, I can stay with him for free. It's cool. I already talked to talked to him about it. So I'm putting in leave from work just to make the time to go down there to go do this job fair shit. And then out of the blue, once again, my other brother that lives here in Houston where I live, he called me up. He's like, hey, you went to WrestleMania last year, right? I was like, yeah. 
He's like, well, how much the tickets was? I was like, um, well, I did everything last minute and, you know, I wind up paying, you know, like $300 or something like that, it, which I think it was actually less than that. But I think all to all together for that trip to Santa Clara was nine hundred dollars. Right. So um he's like, okay. He's like, um if I give you my card information, you think you can find you a ticket? And I was like, What the fuck is going on? In my head, I'm like, is, what is this? What the fuck? People just want right. just want to hand me off card information so I can buy tickets and shit. So that's what he did. He's like, yeah, I want to do that for you. I was like, oh, man, I appreciate it. So he gave me his card. I find a ticket. And I'm just like, what's my limit here? You know, because I mean, truth be told, I love my brother to death. You know, he's my fucking brother. But like, he's way older than me. But, you know, I never I grew up with him, but it was more like he was kind of like a father figure because he has a son that is a day older than me. And his son is ah. my and his son is my nephew, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah, that's, and you're basically the same age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the kind of the relationship, you know, or whatever. And you know, he was real tough on me as a kid or whatever. And it, you know, it was what it was. So for him to do something like this for me, just out of the blue, fucking shocked the fuck out of me. I mean, I was very fucking. I don't know how I felt about it. I just like, wow, that's fucking amazing. So. He's like, yeah, just buy whatever you want. I was like, whatever the fuck I want. So just to test the water, found a five hundred something dollar ticket on the floor of fucking Dallas Cowboys Stadium. He's like, all right, yeah, that's cool. What? Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I got that shit, and then all I had to do was travel down to Dallas, which I was already doing anyway, and I had a place to stay with my brother, my other brother. So that's how that Dallas trip happened. And then I felt bad about that trip as well because I went to the Higher Heroes event and they had WWE superstars there. And I took a picture with Damian Sandow and Eva Marie and uh, one of the Funkadactyls, which was uh, Cameron. And not too long after I took them pictures with them and that event was over, they got fired. So I, I blame that on them. Ouch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would too. Man, I, I miss Sandow. Like, uh, he was good. Not not to derail the story, but like that man could take any gimmick and get it over. Like the pink shorts, the mm-hmm. fucking like he got mizzed out over. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Let, let's keep talking. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, so the, the I derailed. Yeah. So, so I went to that. It was fucking amazing. Shame. A man jumped off the cage through the table right in front of me, basically. And um, next year they went to Orlando. I didn't get to go to that one. Nobody came from out of the rafters and was like, you want to buy, want me to buy you a ticket? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, here's my credit card info. You know, so that didn't happen. By the way, if anybody is handing out credit card info. Yes, please. please. <laughs> S- send it to, um, what's your Instagram? That guy Blaine. <laughs> there, there you go. That guy Blaine on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I didn't go to the one in Orlando. No problem. I, you know, I had two back to back and it was two awesome events because Seth Rollins had that amazing cash in the crazy RKO spot that they did together early in the night too. Then Dallas oh, yeah, yeah. Dallas was um they introduced a new women's title and damn Stone Cold came back and all that shit. So I was there for those two events and I was like, man, bucket lips times two. I don't matter. It doesn't matter if I didn't go to Orlando. New Orleans come up. 
I'm five hours away. I was like, I got to go to this motherfucker. And it was late in the game and some shit had happened here financially in the household and it wasn't looking too good. But somebody, a friend of a friend said that they knew somebody that was selling a ticket and it was like, I couldn't pass this price up. And I got that ticket from them. I knew somebody here in Houston that was going out there as well. We carpooled together, split the costs. So that was a cost effective trip. That's how I wound up in New nice. Orleans. This year, my son, well, the, the previous year when I came back from New Orleans, my son was like, I want to go to WrestleMania. So I was making it a thing to where this year, this one I just went to, this is going to be me and the boy going to go. So I was putting money away, putting money away. Then the house almost burnt down. So, oh, so yeah, I, that'll, that'll slow things down. Yeah. So I had to take care of all that shit. So, you know, money was scarce and whatnot. So I was like, oh, we ain't going to be able to go to WrestleMania. Then damn, a friend of mine, you know, Nick and Nick Anacelli, I do the wrestling is trash show with him. And um, okay. I served with him when I was in Missouri. He was at my last duty station. That's how we came to know each other and whatnot. Um, he lives up in Rhode Island, which I think is like four or five hours away from the event. And he said, hey, man, I'm going. I may have an extra ticket because I'm not sure if um, whoever's coming with me is going to go. And um, he was like, if you can get here, you can have the ticket or, you know, I'll sell it to you for a good price. I was like, bet. So out of curiosity, I mean, because this is crunch time. This is like last minute shit. So, I mean, it's like three weeks out from, from the actual event. So, you know, I'm just out of curiosity. I'm looking up plane tickets and I found a flight from Houston to New Jersey and back for $180. Nice. And I was like, man, I can't pass this up. This is a good fucking deal. So I bought the tickets, the plane tickets, not even having a WrestleMania ticket. I just bought the plane tickets because I was like, ain't going to get no better than that. He hit me up. His friend was still coming. But my wife, she'd been out of work for, you know, a couple months and everything. I've been handling all the bills and everything. She got a job not too long ago. And she was like, I want to get you a WrestleMania ticket for your birthday. And this was like, I didn't tell her I bought the plane ticket and all this other shit. I told her the situation with my friend, though. Like, he had a ticket and if I can get there, blah, 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 blah. You know, that yeah. I told her that. But I didn't tell her I bought the plane ticket. So when she came to me, she's like, I want to get you a ticket to WrestleMania. Here's the money for it. I was like, I'm so happy. I, and I've already done my due diligence and I've already bought a plane ticket. <laughs> and she was kind of upset by that because she wanted to, because I've been doing so much these past couple months. She wanted to buy the whole thing for me. She wanted to buy the plane ticket. She wanted to buy the ticket to the show. So she was kind of upset that I went and bought plane tickets already. But I was like, hey, that's less money you have to spend. I've already taken yeah. care of this portion. So. She bought me the show ticket. I found a reap or a reaper, a rental car for fucking cheap. And all in all, I think I spent less than five hundred dollars on that trip. Nice. So now, being that it was so clutch, the ticket that I bought, nosebleeds. Um, they're labeled. You know, there's the floor, there's the hundred section, the two hundred section, the very tip top is the three hundred section. That's what I bought. I bought a. $75 ticket because it was through a third party vendor of Ticketmaster. Uh, a $75 ticket I bought for $177. Nice. 
So I mean, ouch. So I mean, it's whatever. I wanted to go. It it, it is what it is. Like yeah. it. It was last that's, minute. That's the way tickets work now, right? Yeah. Like it was last minute. So I, I, I you know, it, it is what it is. And then I didn't pay for it. So fuck it. <laughs> yeah. So nice. my tickets is in the tippy the top of the damn stadium. You know, I get down there to New uh, Jersey or whatever. We meet up. I'm, I'm, I'm literally once I hit the ground, I'm in the rental car and I'm running around doing all the things. I had another former service member that I used to serve with that lived there. And, you know, as soon as I got off the plane, I got the rental car. I went meet him. We went, had breakfast, went to the mall and hung out. Then through posts from Facebook, another guy that I used to serve with texted me and told me that another guy that we deployed with to Iraq lived there. And I called him up and he came out with his wife and we met and we hung out. And then after we all hung out that day, throwing axes and all kind of crazy shit. Um, there's a podcast. I saw the hatchet video. Yeah. <laughs> I got some more. I just haven't posted all this shit. But um, there's a podcast that I fucking adore called Ice and the Face. And it's uh, Rick and Sarah. They live out there in New Jersey. So when I'm finished hanging around with my friends, I drove to their house. We drank Fireball and ate kebabs and shit and we podcasted together. And that was fucking amazing. And then after that, I drove back into the city. I met up with my friend at his hotel where he allowed me to stay. Um, there was me and Wussy Baby Pants and wanted to go to sleep and I was all hopped up on Mountain Dew and Fireball and shit. <laughs> I wanted nice. to, I, I said, I never been on this side of the, the earth before, let alone the United States. I want to go see New York. So I found a meetup from another podcast that I enjoy, RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk, and they was doing a meetup in New York, down the street from Times Square. So I got in an Uber, I went to downtown, whatever, and I hung with them for a while, and then I walked my happy ass eight blocks down to Times Square and took pictures and shit. I stood by the red steps that was in Spider the Amazing Spider Man, and Spider Man wasn't there, all Jamie Fox. And I was in New York. I had, I had a slice of New York style pizza. I seen a rat crawl into a sewer hole. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> that is like so fucking New York. Yeah. That's awesome. So next day, Sunday morning of, we get breakfast. We go to the show. Like I told you, the timeline, the doors were supposed to open up at 3.30. So everybody can be in the stadium for five o'clock when the show started proper. We was in the parking lot at two o'clock, slept until... 2.30 something, got out, got in line, was in by 4 o'clock. I went to the very top of this goddamn stadium. Very high, very cold. <laughs> and you've seen the video. I was four rows from the fucking top of the damn building. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting up there. I was eating my overpriced hot dog and drinking my um, overpriced drink. And um, the show hadn't started yet. It was still like 4, four something called my buddy down there in the hundreds. I was like, hey man, what y'all doing down there? Is just everything cool? And I'm sending him pictures of my seats and shit. I was like, man, I can see everything. But I mean, it's not really that bad. But it's just way up there. You know, if you stood up in the wind blew, I probably fell down them goddamn steps. <laughs> so he was like, hey man, why don't you just come down here and sit with us until the show start? There's nobody sitting down here in our section right now. And I was like, all right. Cool. I didn't want to at first because like I've been to events because, you know, when you come into the section, they got the security personnel that want to check your ticket and shit. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking at the one in my section where I was up in the nosebleeds and they wasn't checking no tickets. So I was like, fuck it. Where y'all sitting at? He's like, section 128. All right. I go down there and I'm sitting with him. 
and we just you know chilling you know they had plenty of seats open around i'm just sitting in the seats or whatever and as people would filter in to claim their seats i would just move over to the next seat you know no big deal and um here it come five o'clock the pre-show officially starting and you know the seats are starting to fill up and there was still a seat open next to my friends so i just sat there pre-show start first match go by second match go by you know seats are still filling up around us but the one i'm in nobody come and claim the show starts proper yolanda adams is singing america the beautiful brock lesnar just got hit in the ding ding and all this other shit no <laughs> no we are officially into wrestlemania nobody has claimed to claim the seat a couple more matches go by i mean Halfway through the show, nobody has come to claim this seat. So fuck it. I mean, I sat there the whole show and nobody came to claim that seat. So what are the fucking odds that on a whim I will go to this WrestleMania? You heard the circumstances surrounding me getting there. Yeah. And for that one seat next to the people I came to meet would be open the whole fucking show for me to sit in. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. Like just, just kind of going back to what I was saying earlier. It's just like, like take an opportunity, seize it, go for it, get this instead of sitting at home watching and go like, Oh man, it'd be so cool to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, that's cool. Um, going back, the one thing you mentioned that I just, it's happened to me. I've been fortunate enough. It's happened to me a couple of times, but like there is something so cool about meeting somebody you've talked with, you know, once a handful of times whatever but you know like if you record a podcast with somebody you kind of know them because you know i mean mine tend to run a bit long but you know when there's other people yeah but meeting somebody in person and just like sitting down or giving them a hug or drinking a beer with them like i've been fortunate enough to do it a couple times and i really hope that i can find a way that I, i I wanted to do the Johnny White Trash World Tour, I called it, and I still have that idea in my head. It's like the podcast, just do the world tour, just go see as many people as you can, record live, or well, as in In face-to-face, yeah, yeah, in person. Like, that's just so cool. Dog, I mean, you, you don't understand, man. Like, they were on my show two years previous to our meeting, and it was just like... They was telling me about an idea about they wanted to rent an RV and just go state to state or whatever, or just find podcasters that they knew or podcasters or whatever area that they traveled to and do shows with them. And that was the idea that we talked about two years ago. And for us to be in the same room, having that conversation and being in each other's presence after that, it's yeah. just like, I'm fucking hooked, man. It's just like, I want to do more of that shit. I want to go back and do it again. And just because like, Truth be told, I was excited to go to WrestleMania. I love fucking wrestling. I mean, I I was cool to see my friend that let me stay with him, you know, who kind of spearheaded this whole me getting up there. But I shit you not, man. I wanted to stay there with them and just podcast all fucking night and just just never leave. But I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, man. It is. It's just kind of every now and then I sit back just kind of in pure awe and and maybe it's because it's legal up here now. And I think differently on a regular basis, but, uh, it's just so cool. Like most of my friends, like my best friends that I'm closest with, I've got like, you know, 
couple of old friends that I've had for a long time in town. And then the rest of my friends I've never met in real life. Mm-hmm. And if I would have said that 10 years ago, I would have felt like a complete fucking loser. <laughs> but now it's like this, my life is richer for being able to find, you know? Yeah. And then those moments when you get to like, like there was a trip to Vegas where a few different podcasters I knew went, fuck, I wish I could have went. Mm-hmm. But no, man, it, it's cool. I love that shit. Yeah. And just be from that whole thing, man, it's just like it, it spawned a whole nother thing inside of me to where I'm I'm just trying to do something different. I mean, I, I made a post about it today while I was in Walmart um, about, you know, shit with this show is going to be changing. I mean, it's not going to be air apparent right off the bat. It's not going to be a visible change right away. But I'm doing things behind the scenes right now that I'm not really, really to disclose yet. But it's going to allow me to hopefully in the future do more of that shit that we were just talking about, going to different places and meeting people and, you know, just making content. You know, that's kind of what I'm driving toward right now. Oh, for sure. That's, that's kind of what I want to do, too. I, I've learned I'm not a, you know, like I'm not like Harley Morenstein where it's like, hey, let's just take the fucking camera everywhere. I'm not that. But it's like, yeah. Hey, you want to find, this is going to sound bad, but I'm going to say it anyway. Hey, you want to find a room where we could sit and talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like, there's plenty of local podcasters here, but I mean, we all kind of feel leery about the same thing. I mean, not all of us, but you know, I'm not going to even put that on some of them, but I just kind of get that vibe. But like, I feel kind of weird of inviting, you know, people to my house, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. But like if we had a, a common ground to meet up and hang out and shit, I mean, that's cool. But like yeah. not right now, well, you know, well, the the thing is, is like both both the, the podcasters have met in real life. Same thing. Like they came over to my house and all of this. And, uh, you know, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. But like the the two or three hours leading up to, okay, they're on their way. They're actually coming. They're actually showing up at my house. What if they're actually methods? or like you know your brain just starts inventing weird shit that you know isn't true and it's like what it what the fuck am i doing this is a terrible idea i'm so stupid but it turned out good both times both times they were canadian podcasters i'm not saying nothing i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there's always that fear of the unknown i don't know rick and sarah could have just been some crazy motherfuckers and they chopped me up and fed me to all their cats (laughs) oh for sure well i mean my first internet friend i made i guess we did record a podcast but you know my first internet friend we we met because we were in a chat group about another podcast we listened to right yeah and and he came through town and that meeting i don't i do not think went well Mm -hmm. uh he was not what i was expecting at all and i've i've met people like that you're right because i mean they like vibrant and all bubbly and everything on the computer and everything but you get in the same room with them they're like uh (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. it's just kind of like like i know I know everybody has different amounts of money, but I did not realize you planned on putting a tent in my backyard. Yeah. When I had to work that night, because I was working 
the, the job I was at, you know, I was working till one in the morning mm. and I'm like, so you just want to go sleep in a tent in the backyard with my wife and child inside. I don't know if we know each other that well, cause yeah. we've never met in real life. Like, yeah, it, 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 and I mean, I can't even put it all on, on the guy I met. Uh, in fact, I don't think I put any of it on there. He was just a different spirit yeah. and I didn't understand it. And I was yeah. at a more, uh, judgy place of my life. Yeah, you know, if I made fun of everybody, I was cool. Yeah, and it <laughs> didn't still. I mean, you you're not wrong in like he, he's basically a stranger. I mean, you know him through a few interactions, but that's your fucking wife and kid in the house, and he just awkwardly planted in the backyard. You know, I I wouldn't feel comfortable with that shit either. Yeah, no, I mean, like there there's. There's uh, a thousand and one urban legends that start with don't let people you meet off the internet in your house. I've done it. It's good. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that being said, like uh, um, I'm blanking on their name. Uh, Neil and Annalise, anyway, their their show. When every now and then, when they're like, "Yeah, we're going to Jamaica," you know, I mean, if you want to come, this is the resort we're going to. Maybe we'll do a pot. And I'm just like, that sounds like so much fun. Like, and so expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I've I try I try to go to Mexico when I can, but you actually go there? Well, yeah, I've been there a few times. <laughs> but again, I also had a job that paid quite well but sucked my soul out yeah so i kept spending money on things thinking that the things would cheer me up it was just leaving the job that cheered me up yeah yeah i can i feel it (laughs) but speaking of leaving things i I hate to do it to you man but we got to make that move homeboy uh no i mean i think we had a good run yeah i think so about two hours and something right now Yeah, no, that, that's still short. We're good. Yeah, it, it really is. I can keep going, but I have to get up really early. So I want to wind this down. So, um, you know, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, what you got going on, how they can uh, support your cause or just, you know, be in the room for when you're doing your things. Wow. OK, so, um, uh, yeah, the, the SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, it's all that guy playing. There's a YouTube channel, too. But I don't have a link for that yet. Uh, Blaine, B-L-A-I-N, it's how to find me. Except for Twitter, I'm still at White Trash Show because I didn't feel like changing that one. Yeah. Uh, if you feel like doing something that, you know, puts money in my pocket and hot sauce in your belly, Blaine's World dot store. And then I got to say, I, I think after this, I've caught the podcast bug. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make sure that I start doing this again on a regular basis. So uh, why don't you check out anchor.fm slash Blaine and there are going to be new episodes soon. And I tell you what, um, to, to kind of uh, feed your bug or whatever, I'm, in, I'm formally inviting you over to wrestling this trash so we can talk specifically about wrestling. I'm down. All right. So we'll, we'll hook I, that I'm, up I'm also formally inviting you to be on an episode of Blaine. Okay, wow. Well, because I don't have a title for it yet. It's literally just called Blaine. Well, I'll formally be on your Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, but man, I appreciate your time uh, chatting it up with me and whatnot. And I'll see you on the Blaine. And yeah, <laughs> I'll see you on Wrestling His Trash as well. <laughs> Uh, that's how I'm going to end it now too. Like anytime I record an episode, it's like, all right, we'll see you next time on the plane.
Oh, I like it. You're welcome. That'd be five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll take a only bo- every time I say it. Uh, uh, and I either that or I'll take a bottle of one of your finest hot sauces so I can get to my wife. Because if I crack the top on it, I'm gonna start sweating and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 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 make sure that I uh, re up on the uh, the ghost pepper sauce for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. And that was Mr. Blaine. Mr. Johnny White Trash himself, uh, entrepreneur, music uh, composer extraordinaire, and a pretty cool dude from uh, what I got from this chat right here. Um, This is another one of those people that um, we are mutual to each other online. You know, we follow each other on Instagram and everything. I've seen this post and whatnot. And, you know, pretty much just how I detailed here in the interview is just like I seen him posting and posting and then I seen less and less and then I seen something new of him as far as his... uh, business goes is hot sauce joints so um if you are so inclined to support a uh, entrepreneur uh, independent uh market person and whatnot just like hooks rubs and spices if you go to etsy.com and search hooks rubs and spices you can get 10 percent off your order by using promo code 3r show and uh hopefully i can get with mr blaine and he can sponsor uh the random rounds with rob and i can give you some promo codes for his stuff and get you some discounts so we it'd be a mutual thing you know i can get some fiery hot sauces from mrs b rob if y'all go ahead and use my promo code three r show over on uh his website <laughs> i'm just i'm just plugging myself into places and whatnot but um yeah just check him out on instagram all his uh contact information and his social media will be in the show description which as with every guest is in the show description do y'all even read the show description because um i try to put just the beats because i mean you'll get the wealth of information from listening to the show so when i put my show uh info in the notes in the um show description and whatnot it's pretty much Cliff's notes, their contact information, and just all the different ways that you can support the show, which um, I will be getting into right now. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at It's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. Also, this show that you're listening to right now has its own Twitter account, which you can follow on Twitter at 3 R show and you can go to randomrobcast.com to where you can find many different ways that you can support this show by um buying merchandise which um i am very grateful for everyone who has purchased a piece of merchandise from randomrobcast.com um today as i record april 14th i'm putting timestamps on my shit you know y'all know i hate that but Tonight at midnight or 11.59 uh, will be the end of the 20% off sale on the website. So this will be out in a, enough time for you to hear me say this. So uh, tonight, uh, right before midnight, 11.59, you can still get 20% off your orders on all the things, hats, t-shirts, whatever have you. And um, also you use my Amazon links. You click on that, take it to Amazon. You buy things like you normally do. You don't pay extra. I get a little kickback. Um, you could be a Patreon. There's links on randomrobcast.com to where you can become a Patreon, where you can get um, behind-the-scenes footage of uh, the recordings and whatnot. You get the full-length episode unedited. Um, you get some items and whatnot. I mean, it's all detailed there on Patreon. Just search for 3R Show on Patreon. 
And, um, you know, if you don't want to support monetarily every month, you know, for as little as a dollar and whatnot, I can understand that. But if you just dig in the show and you just want to throw some cash this way and support, you can do so by PayPal or Cash App. On Cash App is dollar sign 3R Show. On PayPal is 3R Show. So, I mean, those are the one time whammo bammo, here's some money. Good looking out. I would appreciate that. But, you know, it's not all about the money. You don't have to buy a piece of merchandise. You don't have to support monetarily every month. You don't have to donate anything via PayPal or Cash App or anything like that. You don't have to use the Amazon links. The most important thing that you can do for this show and any podcast that you are digging is what you're doing right now is listening. But if you want to go a step further for free, write five star reviews. If you have anything below a five star, give that constructive criticism so we can improve our show and hone our craft and or ultimately ignore you either or just you know that's for free you can do that for free you can get ignored for free (laughs) but um share like retweet subscribe to our things you know support the show that way for free and that goes a long way because the more you can buy a hundred shirts which i i sincerely hope (laughs) you you know you would if you had the inclination to do such a thing i would not stop you from doing that you can buy a hundred shirts i would get that money that money will ultimately go back into the show, but eventually over time that would go away. Those likes and reviews and shares, I mean, that's there. You know, people can go and research it and see it and be like, oh, that's cool. I might want to listen to the show. You know, you buy a shirt, you know, somebody might ask where you get that shirt from. You tell them the website and, you know, it's, it's a lot of things going on there. But those likes, those retweets, those shares, those reviews go a long way. Um, some other notes. I host a wrestling podcast, by the way, called Wrestling is Trash. Uh, we just came back from WrestleMania, this uh, not this weekend as we speak, but the past weekend. Uh, great experience. I'm going to have some uh, video footage that will be exclusive to the Wrestling is Trash Instagram and Facebook page. So there's going to be some 360 videos that are shot with my camera, some photos, a little bit of audio and whatnot. So be looking out for that on Wrestling is Trash on Twitter, Wrestling is Trash on facebook wrestling is trash on instagram so look out for all that stuff may 10th through may 12th comic palooza texas biggest uh, pop culture and comic book uh, convention is coming down to the george r brown center or whatever it is. <laughs> I say center. Is it center? I'm not sure. I'm not from here, so I don't know the correct terminology. But I'll be there, regardless of whatever the name of the building is, uh, representing the Random Rounds with Rob and Wrestling is Trash for Comic Palooza. I'll be there on the panel. I'll be there doing a show on the floor live. I'll be there giving away a couple of pieces of merch, stickers, buttons, pins, and whatnot. I'm not selling anything. You can do all that stuff from randomrobcast.com forward slash merch. But I'll be there interviewing, doing the panel, enjoying the experience. If you want to come meet me down there, you know, go to comicpalooza.com and get you some passes and whatnot. I mean, you maybe you can meet me just in the parking lot. You know, we might be able to work something out, but that's not guaranteed. The only guaranteed way you can get into Comic Palooza if you go to comicpalooza.com and get you some passes and whatnot. So, yeah, support your boy. You know, spread the word. I mean, we're going to have... As we record, Game of Thrones coming back tonight, final season. Uh, Amelia freaking Clark is going to be there. and um, Emmanuel, Miss Emmanuel, I forget her name. Natalie, I think. <laughs> She's going to be there. 
uh, representing the Game of Thrones. They're going to have your boy from The Flash going to be there. You know, I keep, I'm bad with names, so don't hold that against me. I know who people are, Khaleesi and all them, you know, Flash. And you, <laughs> I know who they are, but I don't, I'm not good with names. I know faces. So, I mean, that's that's not a slight on anybody's career or whatnot. I just, I have a bad fucking memory. That's how I record audio because I could play it back and be like, oh, I did say that shit. <laughs> you know, or I was completely wrong. So, I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm holding myself accountable. But uh, Comic Palooza, May 10th through May 12th. Um, I've been tracking this thing for the past three years since I've been living in Houston. I have failed to get on uh, these past two years. This is the final year that I've tried and I've succeeded and I've been selected or whatnot. Now I don't mean final as and I ain't doing this shit no more after this. If I'm here, if I'm able, I'm doing it every year. So yeah, Comic Palooza. Also, um, something else is coming up. Do you know what it is? It's coming pretty soon. Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Nothing special about that. It's just Avengers Endgame. I, I want to go see that shit. But yeah, that's about it. All in all, randomrobcast.com, comicpalooza.com, and uh, that's that's all. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.